Hello, it is Tuesday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you, Ty. Hey, may the 4th be with you as well. May the 4th be with, you know, all the listeners right now. Honestly, are you mic muted? No, it just sounds very, very loud back here. So I'll just kind of turn it down a little bit. Start. Hello, it is Tuesday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you, Ty. And also with you. Uh-huh. Thank you for that, man. Hey, you bet. May the 4th be with all the listeners. Hey, Everybody how about it? out there. How about it? Great day to be alive. It is a great day to be alive. I've never seen a Star Wars movie, but the fact that it's around here five decades, stay in power like no other, fans that are passionate and loyal, may the 4th be with you. Yeah! All right, enough of that. Let's get to the show. Hey, good conversation today. Schrag stops by, gives us some information. The insider to the insiders, AJ Hawk, who's being headlined and clipped all around the internet right now is here. The boys have fantastic stories, questions, and things to talk about. Let's have a May 4th that we'll never, ever forget, shall we? Hell yeah! All right, if you like the show by the end of it, please be a friend, tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Let's get to it. Uh, this is a sports show, but how could we not give a massive shout out to the incredible Star Wars fans? Yeah. Star Wars faithful, Woo. huh? Ty, you watched that movie. Oh, Ty, yeah. your thoughts on oh, yeah. Star Wars hey, faithful? May the fourth be with you. Hey, guys, may the fourth huh? be hey. with you. Yep. Okay, Come Connor, on. you're a big Star Wars guy. Love Star Wars. May the fourth be with both of you and no. everyone back and there as well. Yes. No, may the fourth also be with everybody in here at Boston Connor, all the boys in the back. We appreciate the hell out of you for watching today. I have no idea what that means. All right. Uh, but I do know that the Star Wars fan base is one of the most impressive things I have ever seen. The ability to withstand the loyalty and the passion for what seems to be maybe five decades at this point, maybe six decades is unbelievable. Now, my wife, very new to Twitter this morning, dropped herself right into a fucking buzzsaw. Ooh. She says, listen, never seen Star Wars, but I have seen Star Trek. Tomato, tomato. Whoa, listen, whoa, I do whoa. not oh, no. stand side by side with her thoughts. Whoa. Okay? I've never seen any of the Star Wars movies either, and you can stack Star Trek on top of that. I've never seen that either. But I will not stand for the slander coming at potentially me because her doing what she did yeah, to Star no, Wars. Can't, can't do, do that. It. And you know what? This weekend, my wife and I, you know what we're going to do? You're going to watch all the Star Wars movies. Probably not. Every oh, single one. Come on. Nah, probably not. You should. But we should. Yeah. And that, now we know we should. So shout out to uh, May the 4th and the Star Wars fans. Yeah. Way to go. Thank you. I love my wife, but I had to call her immediately upon her tweeting that and say, do you, do you, do you know what's potentially yeah. on the other side of this yeah. thing? Incite a riot. Do you know what's potentially on the other side of this? She was like, I, it's not that big of a deal. Whoa, 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 whoa. You is. do not know. It is. Massive deal. Star Wars is awesome. Yeah, it's May the Force be with you, so that's why they made it May the 4th be with you. And the Force is when I'm not your father. Uh, Bingo! Yeah, pretty much. Right? Mm-hmm. See, so you've pretty side. much seen the movie. Well, yeah. these are the the memes and the gifts and yeah. the things. Yeah, yeah. I get I mean, it. You could guess the end too, so it really doesn't matter if you watch them. I or could, not. I could. And by the way, the force is going to be with whoever was May getting it yeah. for the whole time. <laughs> I assume that is the end of it. So you've seen them. I Spoiler alert. May the force be with you. It finally does actually get to the desired location. Bingo. There you go. Is that you right? Nailed it. You is nailed that it. Welcome to the galaxy far, far away. Jason McAfee, by the way, uh, he probably did watch all the Star Wars, if I had to guess. No. Oh! oh so is this a McAfee thing? Why did we never watch this? I've watched a few of them, like the older ones, but the all the newer ones kind of sucked. Oh, Jay! Let's 
God, so man. my wife, listen, hey. my wife Back not guy. knowing, okay, and never watching, and now my brother doing this is not reflecting upon how sports stooge feels. Okay, Jeez. I just want to let everybody know that. Jeez Louise, Jay. Calm down, I thought Jay. he was going to be the representative for the McAfee family, by the way. If anybody in our family <laughs> yeah, sorry about be. That. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Jay. Jesus. Good God. Zito, you watch Star Wars? Hell yeah. Okay, Zito, <laughs> you, Zito you do watch Star Wars. You absolutely yeah, love it. I love them all. Perfect. Big Star Wars guy. All right, good. Now let's move on. That force that was fucking real. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And when it made... You know, with you. Uh huh. Oh, big deal. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Foxy, you've seen these movies, right? Oh. Yeah, I've seen you all. Know, you give him a big old. Oh! Oh! Wow. Foxy. Go to hell, Fox. Foxy. <laughs> May the fourth be with you, dude. You can't be dancing on these graves, Come May fourth. That's what I told. I told my wife this. I was like, listen. Not today. Cinco de Mayo, sure. Yeah. Dos de Mayo, my birthday. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But on May the fourth. You're, you're making fun of Jesus on Christmas. Right? Yeah, that's that's right. right. There's no reason to do exactly. that, Foxy. I'll Jason, let them my have wife. Day. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. You have something back there? I see yeah. you hold. Listen, just because you guys like Avatar, a much less successful franchise, now you I'm getting call it that. Now it's I'm only getting... one movie. <laughs> Doesn't getting... mean you have to dump on everybody else's parade. What did I do? Okay, <laughs> why, why are you attacking me? Everybody knows that when you attack Avatar, you are attacking. I don't like me. Avatar either. <laughs> Unbelievable. My God. I'm done. We're a sports show. Okay? <laughs> done talking about this. It's tearing families apart. Yeah. Movie Tuesday. <laughs> hey, Jay, on a, on a very serious note, I just want to let you know, don't you ever fucking talk about Avatar like that. <laughs> That's why I don't. You hear me, Jay? <laughs> Jay, don't you ever do Man, that. He's right, though. Avatar uh, does. Whoa! No! Fuck you, Ty! You don't know so shit. Right. I'm so sick of this. A lot of true colors are being shown. Yeah, we were learning a lot on uh, May oh. the 4th. Is this the 4th? <laughs> Is this the 4th that they're looking for? No. A divisional one? No, no way. Hey, listen. May the 4th be with you, okay? I'm not trying That's to divide and said. conquer here. That's I'm what he just saying said. Avatar fucking stinks. Jeez. Go to hell. I can't. There's no reason. Because whatever Avatar Day is, which there should be one, yeah. and by the way, us Avatar fans should meet up in our fan groups and, and kind of talk about a day like May the 4th here has for mm -hmm. Avatar. Smart. But on that day, maybe a week, by the way. Maybe Avatar should get a whole week. Ooh. When it's Ava week, you know, whatever we're doing, whatever we're doing, I want to let you know, I won't fucking come take shots at Star Wars, okay, because I know what you just did about Avatar. <laughs> Retweeting, co-signing yeah. with that negative fuck back there, Jason McAfee, yeah. can't happen. Hey, if you want to give Avatar a day, a week, you might as well give it two decades, because that's the next time we're going to see one of them goddamn movies. <laughs> February 21st. By the, way, by the way, I have been celebrating. Okay, I have been celebrating. That's the only long movie I've ever committed to, ever, in my entire life. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. People say you should probably try other types of movies like yeah. that out. And I'm like, nah, nah, I ain't. Jacob Sully's not my fucking guy. Far. All right, I ain't going to do it. You watched one of the Avengers at one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you're saw right. that. Yeah, you're right. That was a bad idea, too, because <laughs> that was the culmination of all the yeah, other ones. Of like 15 <laughs> different movies. A lot yeah, of, oh, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, What's that? I did tweet alongside, oh, a uh, metal guy just got real pissed at mm -hmm. other guy. And everybody's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Anyways. Star Wars is next. Okay. So may the fourth be with you all. And honestly. also with you. And also with you.
Yeah. Not you, Ty, though. Fuck you. Oh. Yeah, and you too, Jeff. I want to let you, and you too, Nick, because you started that, by the way. We're almost past May the 4th, and you came in and were like, oh, Avatar stinks. And everybody's like, yeah, you know what? I've been waiting to tell you. That's unbelievable what you did there, Nick. Anyways, this is not what Star Wars is all about. No. No. It's not. Star Wars is all about bringing people together. The yeah. good. The community. Okay, that's why May the 4th be with you is still happening all these years later when Star Wars has been around since what, like the 50s? Jay, when, when did you start watching Star Wars, Jay? You <laughs> they, say, they are from like the 80s or 70s. Yeah, or 80s. Like late yeah. 70s, I believe. They're 70s, so five decades. Whenever I said that earlier, I was right. Thank, shout out me, because I remember seeing Nailed some, it. I see, I remember seeing some like, you know, terrible graphic stuff, and I'm like, oh, that had to be from like, but it was colors. Cutting edge at the time. Yeah, so yeah. I like had to think of myself. Yeah, Trail that was. Blazer. So I felt pretty good. So I, maybe I do know. I get it. Okay, yeah. but anyways, let's talk about some stuff that are happening in our world, shall we? That's good. Sure. Terry Bradshaw, okay, oh. can fuck right off. <laughs> All That's right? right. I didn't know how hard I was going to go with Terry Bradshaw here with what he said. He called uh, Aaron weak, I think. He said he's so weak because he got upset. And uh, I, I forget. He also said he's dumb, dumb as a uh, box of rocks yep. or something. Terry Bradshaw said right, about sure. Aaron Rodgers. Pot calling the kettle black. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> listen, this is just like the May the 4th thing. Don't need to be taking shots at anybody else, <laughs> although somebody's taking a shot in this particular stance. So we would be sticking up for somebody by taking a shot up, uh, back at him. We don't have to question Terry Bradshaw's intelligence, okay? The man's been on TV for a long time. I think he has private planes. He's made football a football living at a very high level for a long time. I think we can all appreciate and respect that. Uh, he goes from winning Super Bowls for the Pittsburgh Steelers to never talking to the Pittsburgh Steelers again, but also maintaining a football career for also like four decades at this yeah. point. A lot of people love him. He has a, you know, a massive role on that Fox NFL Sunday show. Uh, but it feels like when he opened his mouth here about Aaron Rodgers, uh, I've never seen somebody look like a bigger hypocrite or fucking idiot. That uh, yep. legitimately. When it, now, granted, I'm sure I have, and this is me potentially living in the moment. But there's no reason for Terry Bradshaw to bury Aaron Rodgers like this. Okay, Terry Bradshaw has been through some beefs and things, especially with the Steelers organization. I do believe he's come out and said some things that have been blatantly wrong about people because of personal feelings. So, like, I don't think Terry Bradshaw is a human that should feel okay talking about this situation. But I do have respect for the career that Terry Bradshaw has had. So I'm kind of torn on this thing. Did not expect this from Terry Bradshaw. I think. Uh, maybe I should have. I'm not 100% sure, but it just feels like there's people now attacking Aaron and everybody's thinking, well, Aaron wanted this out. I don't think Aaron wanted this out. I, I think this is legitimately not Aaron's like, hey, I want the public to know about this. But I do believe there is some real passionate shit happening behind the scenes. I mean, yeah. there, it's obviously being being documented, but I just, I don't like the thought of other people who don't know the entire situation. If they were in that situation, I assume they would be pissed as well coming out and talking about it now. I just, this is a fucking weird time to kind of be an Aaron Rodgers fan, I think. Well, and I don't know, you look at the stuff, it's like, it, it's kind of what you go back to say about like, I mean, granted, he is a legend and everything, but like these old guys talking about how the game, you know, like, it's like, guess what? Now guys like elite quarterbacks, like they do have a say in like personnel decisions like it happens around the league so like to use that as like the lynch point of like his argument why he's weak and everything i mean shit you know terry bradshaw got lost trying to find our set at you know radio row so i mean i don't know yeah he's still looking so i don't know if he should be the end-all be-all on this but it is just it's interesting kind of just seemed like you know it was out of nowhere yeah because i you know there's been some quotes from older quarterbacks that show up in places that we would never expect and we're like 
what the fuck are you talking? Why now? Terry is associated with the NFL, right, so yeah. obviously mm-hmm. every single thing that he says has a lot of weight behind it as well. So whenever he says stuff like this, it, it kind of you know it just makes me go like, oh, I fucking hate that guy, I guess. Yep. But maybe he has a reason to feel this way. Maybe him and Aaron have a certain relationship. May I have no idea. I don't know anything about that. But this Aaron Rodgers situation, this story, it is not slowing down. Now. We tried to figure out why. It's because there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could talk about all the drafted players, which, by the way, should. They'll probably be great. I'd like to see them do something first, and then we'll kind of go ahead and yeah. judge that because I don't want to be caught in one of those freezing cold takes, uh, which I could be caught in a lot because we do overreact to a lot of things. But saying that this person's going to be unbelievable or this person's going to stink, like I, I don't want to be a part of that strictly <laughs> yeah. because there's a chance any one of these guys could be the greatest of all time, yep. and there's a chance that any one of these guys could be the worst of all time. Like uh, there, there could be the biggest bust in the history of the NFL draft sitting right here. Yeah. Oh yeah, or there could be the greatest draft pick in the history of a franchise right here i mean it is it is such a a crapshoot so this aaron Rodgers situation is not going away because there's really nothing else to talk about at this particular time and by the way going into the draft he was almost the the full conversation because how much the football world changes if this changes where does he go what the vision becomes huh what do the packers do what is the trade worth for future potential moves now that uh peyton has moved tom has moved aaron has moved is this just the thing that happens yeah. now matthew stafford has moved is just this the thing that everybody can expect you know there's a lot that weighs into this uh, and if you're a Packers fan, you got to be holding on. You obviously hope that it's not going to happen and you're not going to uh, kind of stray away. But it feels like everybody that's on TV or talking right now in the sports world has a source. Whether it's a source from around the league uh, that uh, I've heard from GMs around the league who think that there's no way this ends well in Green Bay. Okay, so that person's saying that. Who are they getting their information from? Then this other person's like, they think they can come to a reconciliation. It's like, well, who are you talking to? Right now, everything is so speculation. But I think there is a problem but can they make it up could they not none of us have a fucking clue no yeah and i think that's why it's so hard to even like know what's going on because it does feel like there's just so much misinformation out there and it's all from you know unnamed sources and stuff like that but you're right i mean at this point it's like you're kind of just holding on to see what's next because it's tough to envision anything with the packers if aaron Rodgers isn't there okay so uh michael gurdy dirty gurdy drawn to the game works for us okay he's currently remote he's been to the office i assume at some point we will try to figure out whether or not he should be full-time with us or he can continue to work remotely that's his life our life our business everything like that but he works for us he sent a graphic over yesterday uh in preparation for today that basically had uh may the fourth be with you okay so it had it had a jeopardy uh section right there you see jeopardy oh yeah yeah. then it had uh, obviously good in green bay here and then it had mark schlereth and the denver broncos Whoa. over there and it's basically like Aaron choosing his fate or trying to figure it out he works for our company is in our group text knows everything that we say basically he thought there was a chance he was going to retire and go to Jeopardy okay when he made this graphic mm-hmm. right everybody thought there was a chance that retirement could really happen like hey he'll hold out games he'll retire he'll do that whole thing then AJ came on yesterday and was like "There's he's not retiring like, there's, it's like okay so that kind of gets pushed off the list or whatever so now it's like now do we know if what AJ is saying in AJ's conversations with whoever like AJ was with him this past weekend I assume he talked to him but was AJ trying to find information or whatever we assume that AJ if he's going to speak on this 
is right. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm going to assume when AJ speaks and it's right. So with that being said, we can get retirement off of there. And he doesn't want Guti fired. He said it, that is that is not. He does not want Guti fired. That is not something. That's what AJ relayed the message to us. So it's like okay. So if he doesn't want him fired, is there more of a chance you think of them potentially coming back together once you start dissecting credible information in your mind? Now I don't know what credible information is for everybody else. I don't know what everybody else is. In my mind though, if AJ saying he's not retiring and he's not out saying hey we need to fire. Gucci. I wonder if if that means there's more of a chance he's going back to Green Bay than going elsewhere than we originally thought, or is it still a potential standoff? Well, and it could it be both? You know, could this be you know one more last year, and then like, all right, guys, like clearly I don't want to be here anymore with the front office. Like now I'm going to move on. And no I think spite it, Super yeah, Bowl, yeah, yeah, spite Super Bowl. Everyone's kind of more prepared for it. Like, hey, this is the last time we're going to see Rodgers. You know, be happy that he's even on your team this year because next year he's going to Denver, he's going to the Raiders, he's going somewhere else. And Green Bay fans uh, should be thinking them. Oh, this is that Jeter year. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So this yeah. is that Jeter year. When he comes to town, let's go out. Let's yeah. go. Woo. Thank you, 12. Yeah. Love you, 12. Thank you, thank 12. You 12. Yeah. A lot of those. Yeah, but that could be the case. We have no idea. We have no clue. I don't know if anybody has any idea how this is going to play out. Both Green Bay, I'd assume Aaron has something he would like to happen. Once again, I have not talked to him. AJ has, though, so when he's on, we will try to pepper him with <laughs> yep. questions. But like, I would assume he knows like, hey, how this could work. I wonder if Green Bay does and if they are, if they're trying to or not. Because that article where we first learned about this was a lot of like Green Bay trying to tell people, we, we've done. We've done everything. Yeah. We've we exhausted every option. We've tried our best. We've tried our best to do this whole thing. That is clearly what that article was. Which, by the way, in their sense, in that article, they might have been. But from the other side what we're being told is it's there's a hey this is a laundry list there is a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that has got to this point so it's very it's a fascinating storyline in the sports media world especially when there's nothing else going on it's hard not to talk about this because if he goes to a team any other team it's like oh they're going to the super bowl that's just the green bay packers team a lot of talent okay on that offensive side defensive side got some guys as well but if he goes to another team let's assume the most teams he goes to is probably gonna have similar amount of talent maybe of green bay yeah. or more maybe let's assume but then you can also on the whole team not just there but then you can also assume that some people are going to try to get to there and they're probably going to be a place that's going to be like oh, go, let's go ahead and welcome this type of thing as opposed to potentially shove it away so if you're green bay would you go to like a place like the chargers or the Bengals who have a young quarterback in burrow and herbert and be like hey let's do this you want rogers <laughs> imagine tom telesco yeah tom telesco would be like i love herbert i fucking drafted herbert we're, we're staying with herbert Aaron fucking Rodgers. I mean, he can play another six, seven years this guy. He can play another seven, eight years maybe, however long he wants to. It feels like he has taken care of his body. This past year, he said it was the best he's ever felt. We see Tom do it. Yeah, because teams have to start thinking like this, which, by the way, is even more painful to think about as a Packers fan, I would (laughs) assume. It's like, yeah, this isn't just like like when Peyton went. And we all, everybody assumed, okay, two years or whatever. It was three, I think, altogether. Maybe, maybe four, whatever. If he plays another six, seven years, I mean, that my career was eight years. Okay, <laughs> if he plays another six years or whatever, which he could. He's 36 or whatever. He can be 42 very easily do that, especially with how he plays and how athletic he is and how smart he is and how live his arm is at 36. I mean, you're staring down maybe the the actual future of a franchise as well as opposed to the short term. Yeah, this is just short term, short term. It's like. 
What is long term? Is six years long term? That's a fucking long yeah, ass time. Long time. That's a very long time. That would be absolutely amazing for anybody you think at this point. Now I'm not saying Telesco would do it. No. Justin Herbert would be one of those situations you assume right. not happen. Because they got seventeen years with him. Yeah, but there's a lot of GMs that are thinking out there like we could Shanahan, I guess, did call out. Yep. I was going to say. Shanahan I mean, did call the floor, I guess, and the floor said, you're wasting your time. Because Shanahan said in an interview, I think it was with Rich Eisen, he said, if we were to wake up on Friday morning and learn that Aaron Rodgers was getting traded or whatever, we would have felt very dumb for not doing our yeah. due diligence. He said he called the floor. The floor said, no, that ain't happening. And he said, okay, sounds good. He moved on. So the, Patri- or the Packers said only one team reached out. Was it? That call, or was it another call, or the Packers lying? Our team's not really thinking it's real. Now you have to digest all that information. I thought they were lying because I think Gutekunst came out and said nobody's called. There has been conversations about Rodgers getting traded, but from what it sounds like, that Shanahan call might have been real quick. But do you think they would move like Lance if it does become a point where it's like, okay, now we have to trade him. They have a quarterback who hasn't played any games yet, and clearly the Niners want him. There was people that I – have respect for tweeting and stuff like that immediately after the Broncos pick to certain, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. They were like, do you think the Packers potentially told them to draft certain and that type of thing? Like there's people that think that if there was conversations happening for Aaron Rodgers, that there was a chance like, okay, we have, the, do you want the number three overall pick? And they're like, no, we're not there yet or whatever. And they're like, well, if we were, what like that whole, that was being talked about on Twitter. And that, I think that's massive. Obviously, the fact that the NFL is so large and that conspiracy could even happen is hilarious. But it's like people were thinking that in depth that teams would be willing to do whatever to get Aaron in there. Just like I thought teams would be willing to do whatever to get Tom Brady in their building. I might be wrong again, and maybe the reports were wrong last year. But if you get that person in your building, which, once again, this stinks to listen to as a Packers fan, I would assume. You get that person in the building everybody's better because they're like, oh, we got a guy that can get us there. So if we don't get there, it's not that guy's fault. It's probably our fault. I'm not going to be the reason. So the extra reps, the extra film study, the better eating habits, the sleeping, the not, everything is heightened by everybody. If you got a guy, the equipment managers, the athletic trainers, the media people, everybody, everything is up because it's like, hey, we got a goddamn guy. I got a chance to watch Peyton uh, operate. And he made me a better punter, and we have nothing in common in position of what we do at all, you know? He made everybody better. He made equipment managers want to be better at their jobs because of it. It's like, oh, we got a guy. Then when Andrew came in, we got a guy. I hear stories from other places, and people are like, oh, this happens, this happens. I'm like, why? Why was it? And I started thinking about it. I think it's because there isn't somebody at the main position that is like, hey, this is how we do it. This is where we're going. Don't fuck around. You can have fun, but let's go ahead and win. It changes everything. It changes just the course of the way everybody operates. I assume Tom Brady was wanted by every team. It came out that that was not the case. It worked out for Tampa pretty good. I, hopefully, I won't be wrong about this one either. I'd assume there's 25 teams that are like, we, we should look at having Aaron in our building. Everything gets better when you got a guy. And when you don't got a guy... Life sucks for everybody. Yeah. All for long, long, long time. You might get lucky and get a couple wins because your scheme or you're something like that. But if you don't got a guy, you're fucked. Well, and everybody knows it. And to your point, like that's the part that sucks the most is it's not like he's to the point where it's like, okay, the, you know, like, I mean, he said he can see a whole 18, but it's not like, you know, this is just going to be like a stopgap for two years and then he's done. Like he legitimately could play another like six to eight years, like have a full career at another, you know, another place. And that's just like, 
I don't know. It's just wild to think about. You know, you just never thought that things would get to this position. Might be his best football. Could oh, be. yeah. Peyton Manning broke all of his own records yeah. mm-hmm. the year after he left and went to Denver. Tom Brady threw more deep balls or whatever than he ever has since Wanna. maybe Randy Moss or whatever. Yeah. yeah it's Won just, a Super Bowl. Just, I mean, it's yeah. worst case scenario. I mean, I can't. I was yeah. sitting where he was last year. It is It's not terrible. happening. You were saying, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course not. There was hope that he'd There's come no back. There's no way. He's definitely, now it's at the point today where we know Belichick and Brady were fucking. Could you imagine Terry Bradshaw, though, calling Aaron Rodgers dumb as a box of rocks? Oh, man. Man. Imagine, well, imagine Aaron and Terry Bradshaw talking. Yeah, I mean, Terry Bradshaw's more. They should just go on Jeopardy together. Terry Bradshaw's smarter than me. Okay, Terry Bradshaw's smarter than me. He's been able to work. Mm-hmm. See, that's bullshit. Yeah, you don't. That, yeah. That's bullshit. No, he's not. But I'm just saying, he's smarter than me. What? What? Terry Bradshaw and I would be very similar. I think Terry's smarter than me. I, I think. <laughs> see, I think I, we don't know this. Terry has been successful. <laughs> for like 30 years now, okay? Not off of his football accolades, by the way, just by the way he's been able to operate. So let's assume business-wise he does have some sort of brain or somebody's with him, he's some sort of intelligent. But Aaron is one of those dudes who's just like, he's a smart guy. Like, yeah, he's an alien. Like he's an actual smart guy. Like, hey, that guy's super smart guy. Like, hey, I understand you and me, maybe. You might be above me, by the way, smart-wise, whatever the case is, we're here. But Aaron's one of those fucking guys. He's like one of those smart, he's one of our smarts we yeah. have in this entire thing. So the dumb of the box of rocks, if you're going to go after him, I would put that one back into the holster, and I would pull out another one that maybe has a little bit more relevance to the certain situation you're in. Like, Rogers wants to go on Jeopardy against real Jeopardy contestants. Yeah, he already beat an astronaut. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, there's different yeah. levels. He already beat an astronaut and a shark. <laughs> but he wants to go play against the super nerds. The, the real ones. And by the way, to them we say... May the 4th be with you. Hell yeah. Hey, well lot, said. lot of may the 4th be with yous in the Jeopardy houses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do believe. A lot of them. Now, my wife, she showcased this on her Twitter earlier by the Star Trek Star Wars thing. We are a Wheel of Fortune house. Yeah. Okay. But we do watch Jeopardy to watch our smarts mm-hmm. battle it out. I like to see our walking, talking smarts. Yeah. Battled out against each other because there's some smarts up there that get embarrassed by the other. Oh, smarts. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to know we have those smarts. You're too. picking up you factoids know. too for conversations down the line, you know. You know, with my memory is very strong, Jeopardy has not been something that has my brain has just <laughs> transitioned. Like, it is not, yeah, I don't know why. Because you would think with the way my brain like operates, you'd remember the clues and be able boom, to bang, just, pow, yeah. cool, how you doing? Can't do it. It's very, I just think it's because I'm not interested. Could Book be. stuff, uh, yeah. It's a good category, though. Exactly. Potent potables. You're fucking... Last night, there was comedy. They had a comedy Ooh. one. That one was pretty good. Yeah. That one was pretty good. Crushed that one. I did. Yeah, I won. I, I clean sweep of that one. Yeah. But would my timing have been good because I didn't play video games? Uh, Holes Hire said because he played video yeah. games, he thought his thumb was accurately timed so he could beat everybody else. Jeopardy James Holes Hire. He was right. He was right. He did beat the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody. People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30, and testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. My Whoa. God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No, no. minus 30. Well, if it starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30 in the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. 
So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where they can get you. It's one of them damn word problems. This is one of those problems where you're like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, Which, can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. Okay. I don't know what's going on, but this is me versus you. Fuck you. That's how, I, that's how I view it. That's why friends at Roman have a new supplement designed to support testosterone production. I did not know this. They formulated their own supplements with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. You hear this, AJ? Roman's mm-hmm. testosterone supplement is for anyone who wants to support their own body's natural function. They formulated their own blend with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com USA. Their supplement contains vitamin D3, what? zinc, what? magnesium, what? maca, what? and ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good, mm-hmm. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. <laughs> Join us now, ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk. Yeah. AJ, your news yesterday that uh, Aaron didn't want Goody fired, and uh, also there's zero chance he retires that made some waves hey that made some waves aj uh-huh. you're a big news insider now i don't know if you know that uh, i do not think that is the case but uh i think there's some people out there that are aren't they staying strong um with the fact that they're they're claiming that aaron's saying fire goody i don't know has there been rebuttals to yeah. yours oh, yeah. oh you oh you have seen oh people have i assume since we said you since you said it and then we said that you said it there's people that are now attacking your inside information oh because you're in the waters listen we told you <laughs> when you get into that insider's game yeah. it, it does if the chum gets out there that, I, I, sharks I, are coming too you can eat a little bit have you been eating some on the shins and people have been saying you're wrong no, I, I've been fine. Like, I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention to it, but I know I, a couple of people did send me something where, yeah, people kind of doubled down. Like, hey, there's all reports are that Aaron wants Gutenkoot's fired or he's not coming back. Oh, wow. Oh, Aaron's oh. in an insider, or AJ's in an insider yeah. beef over Aaron right now. Mm-hmm. You were out. in that photo, though. I think uh-huh. I, yeah, imagine, like, disputing AJ's reports when AJ was with the guy all weekend. When this, yeah, this happened. You can still dispute my reports. I mean, I, I'm not speaking for him, so you could definitely know, still dispute. Yeah, you're not, but this is your vibe from being there. There's yeah, no other uh-huh. person that's speaking that has been around him. You know, you, Tariko did, and then what came out was he's disappointed that this went mm-hmm. public, and then now Terry Bradshaw's calling him weak and Jeez. all this box of rocks or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it's insane what's going on with your friend right now, though. I just want to let you know that it is actually insane what's going on. I'm sorry, our friend, obviously. It is, it is wild what's going on. Going on with him yeah it is with terry bradshaw i feel like he's either misinformed or he just didn't fully look into what's going on he, he acted like it was all about jordan love and i go eric can't handle having another quarterback there gonna threaten his job i'm like that's i don't think that's even I, that's barely a part of it that's just one little tiny thing in a string of other things well jordan was you know he he was drafted 
So I would assume everybody understands that that is maybe a part of it, but it's not really Jordan Love as much as it is the overall grand decision. Yeah. If I'm reading from the outside in accurately, there's another person that's about to join us who might have some information from around the league, what Ooh, the league okay. is thinking about this. He joined us, I think, last week or a couple weeks ago. Was awesome. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I tried to get him on last week. I forgot to recheck my DMs, so I fucked it up. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> joining us from Good Morning Football and Fox, I believe, uh, Peter Schroeder. Yeah! yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Is that New York City, dude? New York. This is a taste of it. This is. I'm at the Brooklyn Bridge Promenade right now. This is New York City behind me. No one's ever saying New York is dead. Look at this guy walking on the street. He is dead. He's alive. <laughs> He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Let's go. Uh, Let's go. Th- thank you for joining us. That is the. That's a dope backdrop. I'm gonna be honest. That's a big time flex right there. Yeah. Hey, good yeah. for you, Shrey. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Nah, no big deal. You said no big deal. Um, <laughs> Uh, what are you hearing? What are you learning about this Rogers situation? We were just talking about it a little bit there. I don't know if yeah. you got the tail end. Uh, it's very fascinating. This has captivated everybody because this is a Mount Rushmore quarterback that could be on the move. What are you hearing from around the league? Anything outside of Green Bay, other GMs or anything like that talking yeah. about it? I'd also go through it from the insider's standpoint of the whodunit of like who leaked it and where to come from because I think the initial response was, why would Rogers do this? And it was putting the onus on Aaron. The more I sniff around on this, and Pat, I think you hit on it. I don't think it's coming from Aaron. Yeah, I don't yeah, think Aaron gets yeah, anything out yeah, of this. This is not from Aaron. If he was doing anything about being disgruntled up until this point, it has been fairly under wraps publicly. And I, knowing the way he operates, and he goes on your show and he talks to AJ, and he'll 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 gladly hop on with some unorthodox media. I don't see him as the kind of guy who's like, I'm going to plant things with Schefter and Glazer and Rappaport and and go on this like orchestrated thing on the day of the draft. It's not in Aaron's MO. It's not his style. He doesn't do it that way. Aaron operates a different way. He'll go and do it it. on his own terms. Shregs gets it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, it's just he wasn't going to go to Adam Schefter on a Thursday and say, hey, at 5 p.m. Eastern, you're going to go with this story. It's just not Aaron Rodgers. It's not. The other end of it, I know the Green Bay guys, and they're deflated. They're devastated with this. Like, LaFleur did not want that. This is hell for them. So there's something else at play, and whether it be a rival agent or it be a rival team, or it's just like one of these deals where, you know, hey, Adam Schefter's really good at his job. And all the things that he said were pretty accurate. Maybe Schefter was waiting for the right time to drop a bomb, and that's when he did it. And it doesn't come from Aaron, and it's not fed from Aaron. Maybe it's one of these deals where there was just good reporting going on. And when he said it and what he did, it was basically a report from ESPN. And guess what? No one's detracted any of it. I think I think a lot of it is factual. Aaron isn't happy. And all that stuff that Ed Schefter wrote, I think is pretty accurate. And AJ, you could tell me if I'm wrong. Please do. The fact that the fact that uh, we've been waiting that, for AJ that, to do the same thing, Trex. <laughs> Hop in line, pal. Came out. The fact that it came out is what I'm surprised by, and the the who done it part of it. The actual facts to it, I, I don't think any of that is so crazy and so wrong and so off the bat. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess the question is whether did he want to deal with this behind the scenes the whole time or not. It, it would make sense if you read the statement that yes, why this wouldn't be put out by Aaron, especially the timing. If Aaron wanted to put this out, why wouldn't he put it out like at the beginning of the free agency? If he felt like, hey, this is when we can try to move me, that's when you'd want to leak that info. So I, I don't think it's it makes much sense. The timing is really weird to me. But speaking of the draft, did you do you know if there was any other teams that were inquiring trying to trade for Aaron? 
I don't look the pat. I think uh, Shanahan came on the record and said he sniffed around by calling Matt Lafleur, but it didn't even get to the point where where they went there. Now look, I would look at Denver not taking a quarterback at nine, and I would say that is curious. And here's the deal with the timing of it. And I made this point on Good Morning Football today. Good show. It's like <laughs> good show. It's all right. It's um, <laughs> a good show. You know, five teams just pretty much said we're out of the Aaron Rodgers game by taking quarterbacks in the first round. So it does him no no do just it doesn't do him any good announcing this the day of the draft. Like you just said, AJ, if he came out in January or February or leaked it or whatever it was, then you had teams like the Jets and the 49ers and okay. of course the Bears and and all these teams that ended up drafting quarterbacks. But if you drafted a first round quarterback, you know, it's really difficult a week later being like, we're going to now trade that guy, and it's hard to even deal with the compensation. The night to do it would be draft night, and to put it out there would have been far, far in advance of the actual draft. So long, long thing short, I saw uh, Schlereth talking to you, Pat. Like, I, I don't know Denver's activity as far as whether they're working the phones or not. George Payton's a first-year GM. He was with the Vikings for years. He knows how good Aaron Rodgers is. But I have I, I would think that them not taking a quarterback at nine and going with Bridgewater and Drew Locke certainly leaves the door open for the Denver Broncos. Okay, so maybe the Denver Broncos. Okay, cool. But as you were talking there, and it just this just hit me, and once again, I cannot reiterate this enough. Aaron and I do not talk. AJ does, so when he speaks, you got to do that. I do not. <laughs> This pro- he's probably pissed at this got public too, right? Oh yeah, I would, yeah. I would assume that's like another uh-huh. thing where he's like, "What the fuck?" Hey, can I throw another? Can I throw another thing in here with that? All he wants—I mean, not all he wants, but something he really wants—is that Jeopardy gig. This doesn't help the Jeopardy stuff. It makes him a controversial figure. It makes like he doesn't whoa, whoa, want whoa. headlines negative whoa. about him. Like Jeopardy wants Bill Whitaker or <laughs> you know someone who's very like you know Lavar Burton, no controversial coach. So. To have the Packers fans or the NFL fans like trashing Aaron does him no good on the Jeopardy front either. Well, he hosted great, Shregs. Let's go around now. Let's. Um, he was awesome. I loved him. Is uh, Shregs? Whenever you get this information or you hear information, like for us, it's like, oh, who's a credible source? Who can we listen to? Who can we trust? How do you know who that is? You told us uh, uh, last week, I think, when you were on, that you and a couple, whether it was down at the Senior Bowl, you've known guys since they were like 20-something, just like an assistant and drinking together, and now you're through there. But is there is there any place where you don't have or you don't know, or is there ever a time where a credible person gives you wrong information and it's like have burned a bridge or anything like that? Is there any chance that there is credible people giving information to people and it's different information to potentially stir up even more shit? No, and like for for the relationships that I have, I'll know when to push the buttons and push, but very rarely am I lied to or led astray or given wrong information. Now, you can look at my mock draft and say, oh, well, you didn't have that right. Well, there's that's a whole other thing. I'm talking about stuff like this, where it's like real deal stuff and where it's actual people's lives hanging in the balance and it's salary stuff and not really. like I And, and I know who to trust and who to go to, but very rarely will someone, I guess, have the balls to just lead me down a completely wrong path. Thing because at the end of the day, I've got a platform too. And over the next <laughs> five months, I think it's true. Like if someone was to feed me, like, hey, look, Rogers, you know, said this and cursed that, and it wasn't right and it wasn't accurate. I mean, that's some that's some messed up stuff. And so that's that's when it gets personal. So I think everyone pretty much has their job. I'd like to think that I do my job well, and I don't run with with erroneous stories. And I don't think Schefter runs erroneous. with them. I don't think Glazer. Like I don't think the guys who are at the top of this thing like. We have too much at stake to be wrong too often, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Hey, by the way, that was a respect. Yeah. That gay, that was like a real respect speech right mm-hmm. there. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, listen, you want to fuck me, huh? 
Oh, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you buy me out. No, no, no. I buy you out. That, that, that ain't how this goes. What do you have, Connor? Uh, yeah, Shrakes, have you ever seen a uh, draft room react the way the Lions did when they got <laughs> Penn A. Sewell? And was that always their number one guy on their board? And on the flip yeah. side, have you ever seen a draft board like the Patriots or when Mac Jones fell <laughs> yeah. down and they were like, yeah, all right. Sure. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, the Sewell thing. So all my intel on them was like, they're going to trade back, trade back, trade back, unless Sewell somehow falls to them. So he fell to them. And the thing is like Dan Campbell and Chris Spielman, like that is Panay Sewell, what they got. Like that is exactly, he fits the perfect, perfect stuff. But it wasn't just that their second round pick. I don't know if you guys saw his press conference. He throws out four F-bombs in his press Love conference. this guy. Yeah. Love Levi. this guy. Levi. He's awesome. He wants it. And then their, their fifth round or fourth round pick, this guy Barnes out of Purdue is like a heat-seeking missile. So they got guys that fit. I don't know if anyone could catch a football on the Lions, but they got guys who fit what they're trying to build. And <laughs> I've, I've never I've never. You don't need to catch like it. You that. just run that thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Don't worry about it. Golf. That's it. Uh, Patriots are the Patriots. That's what they're going to do. I, I thought the, the dichotomy of like, the Rams war room where you've got a, a framed picture of Goodell in the pool and McVay in shorts. And then like going to what we had in like Cincinnati, where it's like a draft building. Like it just shows the difference <laughs> in the NFL. Well, Great. Cincinnati did not deserve that, by the way. <laughs> they still do not have an indoor facility. Let's work on that before we work on the draft room. What do you have, Ty? Shregs, are you hearing anything out of Philadelphia after a Howie Roseman got denied the fist bump? Like are people pissed with what they did in the draft? And uh, is he ever going to get fired or is he just going to shit can everyone else around him who can't stand That was him? after a third round pick, by the way. That was mm-hmm. a third round pick. We did not clarify this- that yesterday. The story behind that was that there was another player on the board. Obviously, the senior scout was Tom Donahoe, who's been in the league forever. And he goes for the fist bump, not knowing he's on TV. He's like, nah, I wanted someone else. And he was upset with how the board fell. How he talked about it the day after. Uh, I love that we captured it on film. And I actually liked how his reaction. He looks at him and he's like, what? What? Like, what? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, that's what we did. Like, come on. Um, I don't think Howie's getting fired anytime soon because what they did was they loaded up on draft picks for next year. And I think next year is going to be a really interesting draft because teams are finally going to get back on the road and scouting and teams are going to have the combine. And the hope is that they'll be a lot more intelligent. And right now the Eagles have three first round picks for next year. So I think those are how to spend. Uh, and if they're really bad this year, that means that those picks might be even more valuable. So we'll see. Oh, man. That's good for next draft cycle for us. Yeah. That's really good news for us. Like a potential, you know, fire that is the Philadelphia Eagles organization. If they don't do well this year, uh, I mean, it's going to get loud in Philadelphia. We got three ones, though. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, what are you guys talking about on Good Morning Football? There's nothing, huh? There, hey, we there is nothing. We didn't know. I, I think we should have known this after last year, but I think last year this time nothing dry, was happening. Dude. Nothing in the world was happening. Try it's. It's Rogers speculation, and we're already down that road. And it's like we've already done it now for two days. And we're like, all right, there's no new information coming out. There's always so much we can say. And then it's recapping the draft. But as you guys have learned over the last few years doing this show, and we do ours, you're now in the abyss of the NFL, the May and June. We're we're literally talking about schedule release party. Like what like what game is going to go in? <laughs> We sell it, man. We sell it. We sell it. <laughs> Schrager, we appreciate you so much, man. You're awesome on this show and on Good Morning Football and on Fox and on the NFL Network, by the way. I think you had some time during the draft. So great work on all of that. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter Schrager. Yeah! Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. On the draft. Hey, is he still on? Yep. Schrager. Yo. Hey, they set you up for failure with that microphone. No, that's no good. 
It was just that at the beginning, it became good, but at the beginning, I think it was off a little bit. You look like a potential lip syncing pop, <laughs> yeah. you know, okay. somebody that wasn't actually right. singing, but then it tightened up. It got a lot better. It got a lot better, it got better. but it was loose there better. early. I was worried about you. All right. I apologize. We'll get better next time. <laughs> well, if you're going to have that too, I think you got to hit at least yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, All right. Peter Strader. <laughs> He loved it. Shouldn't have said it. Should have just let him go. <laughs> I didn't have to do that. Why did I do that? Because he loved it. Golly. At the beginning, it was out wide. Was... It doesn't matter. He looked so cool there with the New York City oh, in the yeah. backdrop with those shades on. He was on. great he, on the coverage. He doesn't mind. If you're listening on Sirius, I'm sorry you missed the backdrop, but Schrager was going for coolest dude on earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally in the shadows of New York City. And, by the way, sunglasses had a vest on. Oh, he crushed it, Knocked AJ. Crushed it right there. That guy's awesome. He looks good. Didn't they write some, uh, I think there's some piece on the whole show, Good Morning Football, and they talk about how everyone moved out to the Burbs, and Shrek's like, no, I'm in the heart of it. I think he lives in Brooklyn. He said, he, I, I'm still here. I need the energy. Right? In the streets, he taught us. Yeah, yeah. Still in the streets <laughs> in New York City or whatever. AJ, you legitimately are dictating uh, sports media right now. It's awesome. Isn't that cool? That's pretty cool. You smoking those cigars up in your attic, your axles at the door. And you're like, you know, I think uh, no chance of him retiring. That's <laughs> kind of thing. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, Jesus so now Christ. we can rule out he's going to not going to retire. I mean, it is, it is your friend, our friend, is he just said Aaron Rodgers speculation. That's the NFL network right there. ESPN's doing the same thing. Fox is doing the same thing. It is, this is a seismic type situation that he is involved in do you think he knows that he knows that right yeah he has to at this point yeah he has to to feel it i think he does probably as good as anybody of getting away from it and not letting it dominate his life i think he can still go about his life but yeah i mean it's uh, i cannot imagine what it would be like every yeah just yeah it would be a tough and you don't no one feels bad for for professional athletes i don't feel bad for him at all it's not what i'm saying but yeah just doing like run-of-the-mill normal stuff would be really tough with all of this stuff surrounding you like i don't know what he does turd ferguson cannot go get groceries right now no way turd no. ferguson cannot go get nope. a coffee Mm-mm. turd ferguson cannot be seen in public right now because there are going to be questions especially out there where he is where we all you know what i mean yeah he is going to get tracked there's probably people just Shit, parked, Rogers. Go get parked outside of his house <laughs> yeah. right now if i had to guess that's that, why he'd be even more mad that this got out right that it would only escalate oh, yeah. the whole entire situation mm-hmm. turd ferguson's not i mean Jeez, what is him doing that in the middle of this? Is my favorite thing of all time. Just solidifies the fact that he is just hilariously cool, bro. Yeah, you know, like he knows what's going to happen here. It's fantastic, AJ. It is absolutely fantastic. What do you think he does today? You think he's retiring? No, I do not. Think. Come on, he's probably, he's probably working out, and you know. Working out for the season, wherever that may be. Okay, so right now he is working out for the season. So he's getting ready for the NFL season. Is he he just going about his day as if it's business as usual? A.J. Hawk from the Derby photo. I mean, this is turning just ridiculous, but... May 4th, yeah, I would assume this is when he's always working out and getting ready to start. Oh, okay. Holy okay. Shit. So we are on schedule just a, another yep. year. Woo. Okay, things have not thrown off any uh, training well, habits. What do you, okay, no, what do you think, though? Okay. If, uh, if, whoa, 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 AJ, AJ. Oh, Don't start speculating no. on your speculations, please. <laughs> I'm not speculating. I'm just telling you, if, if he was – Let's say he's upset with the Packers and says, I'm not coming back. You think he's just going to stop working out? He's going to continue to work out. If he's going to retire and do Jeopardy, pal. Yeah, yeah. man, the fourth he might be watching movies, but he's not watching movies. Instead, he's working out for the season. And he yeah. loves Star he, Wars. He is a big Star Wars loves, guy. loves Star Wars. So you think yeah. on May the 4th, he is taking time away from Star Wars uh, on 
On May the 4th, you yeah. think he's taking time away from Star Wars to go out there and train just as hard as he possibly can so he can go back-to-back -back MVP here, you think, yeah? Probably. That's, oh. Man Rogers cuts. Holy That's shit. why you want him in your building. You what? hear me? That guy fucking loves Star Wars. Wow. He's a long way away. I don't even think he was working out this time last year. Oh, you... We don't know. Nah, AJ, AJ <laughs> said he always works out on May the 4th. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was squatting for sure. I'm not sure he was throwing yet, though. Well, yeah, you're, we don't know. And Oh, is he throwing? Yeah, what, is he throwing? What yeah, is, is throwing it? Is he throwing it? Is he Is it big leg day today? Hey! <laughs> is it big power lift? Let's get under his squat rack. Hey! Is he trying to run more? Is he trying to be a little bit more active Ooh. so he can, you know, RPO in the thing? Ladder. What, you, what type of workout? Yeah, you think he's hitting the ladder? Oh, yeah, probably. We doing it? We doing it? The icky shuffle, huh? Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I heard rumors that he's he's been throwing strictly left-handed. He <gasps> wants to go throw right-handed. Oh, oh, shit. See, AJ, you can't do that. Yep. Okay? That's fucked I did, up. I heard. That's what I heard. No. Actually, that's why we won't wow. win an Emmy. No. Yeah. Okay? What, actually, right. He's going to Miami. I take that then. back. Pat, I take that back. He looked me dead in the eyes. He's like, hey. <laughs> I'm going to throw left-handed next year. He's wow. like, Tebow was a great lefty. I'm going to be a great lefty. Is that's he going to go to tight end, too, like Tebow? Oh, oh man. He might, actually, he might bulk up. Maybe he, that's why he's been he doing all those throw squats he talked about last than... year. Hey, why don't you FaceTime him right now? See yeah, what he's doing. Uh, well, I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> if it comes out that he's playing left-handed next year, though, <laughs> oh. I will lose my mind. That would be awesome. He probably could. Oh, I, yeah. I would assume he could, by the way. Like, uh, Who's got the best right tackle in the league? Who is it? I don't know. But that, that might be where he's going if he's playing left-handed. <laughs> that should be our speculation. Yeah. Now that we know Aaron is planning on playing left-handed next season, let's really talk about some offenses that are crafted to the lefty. Miami yep. is, is one. Lane Johnson's the highest-paid right tackle. Philadelphia Philly. does need a quarterback. They don't care if Jack it's a Conklin. lefty. I did see this morning that there was potentially some Brown speculation as far as Aaron Rodgers. Could you oh, imagine man. Aaron Rodgers goes to Cleveland, plays lefty, and wins a Super Bowl? Oh, oh, oh my shit. God. The only quarterback in the history of the NFL that has won a Super Bowl with an entire season right-handed <laughs> and an entire season left-handed in a city that was never going to win a Super Jeez. Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, how you doing? Keep moving. What a story. Broncos like, wow. have the, uh, the fourth highest paid right tackle. So if he's playing lefty in Denver, it all makes sense. Uh, and the air's a little bit travel, thinner. Yeah, yeah air's yeah. a little bit thinner. So what he might lose in a little bit of distance, he actually gains in altitude. Wow. It's all really coming together now. Thank you for that, AJ. Thanks, AJ. Thank, Thank you for that, AJ. Thank you, AJ. You're welcome. And it, it'll give him extra years on his career because he can rest that right off. Yeah. So he'll go lefty next year, righty oh, the next year, just rotate wow. back and forth. Fuck, didn't even think of that. Man, he might play till he's 60. Wow. Just next George Blanda. <laughs> Could be. All right, let's, let's get to the phone, shall we, AJ? AJ, uh, actually, before we get to the um, to the phones, we got to talk about some stuff. Uh, what? Calm down, dude. I was going to move on. Calm like, down. What is that? Your tone. I, I was going to move on, but since... Just get it out. Just spit it out, please. AJ. 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 Fucking deal, dude. dude. What's your deal? I'm, I'm listening, man. I was going to talk about the Vikings. They were going to draft Justin Fields, which means they're out on Kirk Cousins, or does that mean they were just Whoa. they're preparing for post Kirk Cousins? I was going to talk about all yeah. that, especially in an yeah, NFC yeah. North that potentially doesn't have Aaron Rodgers in it yeah. anymore. Is that what you think? That's potentially going to be the situation. They're and and how do you feel about the Vikings potentially uh, drafting Justin Fields if that was the case? Well, they took Kellen Mond. I mean, we we never know what this guy is going to be in the third, uh, right? Second, second, third. It was the very end of the second, or the very first, because. 
I think it was the very last pick in the second. I'll I did check, not expect though. him to go that far down. There was conversations about him like being a guy there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Texas A and M kind of fell off the television. Yeah, and then Jimbo. Yeah, they're kind Jimbo of Fisher they're back a little bit now, aren't they? Yeah, what what is that? What you say, Zito? There, uh, round three, he got drafted. He got drafted in the third round. Third round. Pick number sixty-six. So I'm thinking that was the second pick in the third round. When did Kirk go? Second, third, fourth? Third, I thought. Third, third or fourth. fourth. Two years left on his deal, Believe. right? Uh, a lot of money. Yeah, they gave him a guaranteed. He's full guaranteed, I think. Yeah. What full. if Kirk goes back to Washington after this year? What? New regime with Ron Rivera? Yeah, bringing him in there. Yeah, give me Kirk, huh? I mean, Why not? we can't rule out Heineke being the future of the NFL. We were just really can't. Hey, they almost beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. That Washington football team, no name. A little bit of a, a future, though, it seems like. Chase, mm-hmm. old buddy Chase down there, absolute animal. You said coming out of Ohio State, like people were saying, this guy's an alien. This guy is different than everybody, right? Yeah, that, that guy was an alien the, the day he walked on campus at Ohio State. I think I told this on the show. I, I went to a, a training camp practice of Ohio State. And I saw this dude wearing number two, and I asked, who the hell is that guy? He looks like Julius Peppers, and it was Chase, and it was like his third day there. He was a freshman. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so here at Ohio State, by the way, a lot of big dudes. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, what, the both the Jonas brothers were there, right? That's right. Both. Yeah. Both Boses? Yeah. Uh-huh. They were both there. The Boses were there at this point. And you scan the entire field. And you go, whoa, look at that fucking guy right there. Whoa. And that was Chase Young. That's what I did with Kyle Pitts, right? That's what everybody did with Kyle Pitts last year. It's like, uh, who's that guy right there? He's going to be great, huh? He's going to be great in Atlanta. Is he going to be – are they just going to have Matt Ryan just go ahead and pick people apart and Arthur Smith's going to do the damn thing? Are they going to potentially go on a little bit of a – like a little bit of a heater here? Is that going to happen now that they got a new head coach? And- a pro football talk article came out, I think, this morning, and Arthur Smith was quoted in it saying, like, hey, if they were looking for a guy to rebuild, like, they hired the wrong guy. You know, like, they're ready to – he's ready to go with Matt Ryan, I think, right away. Well, he has to. Mm-hmm. By the way, that is the thing he has to, right? And, and who knows – if they ever thought about trading Matt Ryan and how likely that would have been with his $100 million guaranteed, but with salaries not mattering at all anymore, how they could have restructured that. What if they do well? I would have to eat a lot of words. I, you know, I, at the, I've seen Matt Ryan, okay? Maybe he was hurt. Maybe he was ailed by something. I saw him come up short on a deep ball that was not that deep of a ball. Not at all. And I thought, this guy's dead. He might have been hurt then. It might not have happened. But then you watch him in the MVP year, basically, when he goes to the Super Bowl, the MVP-like year. He was slinging the rock, and you got Julio out there making plays. If you have Kyle Pitts, Ridley, Julio, and um, uh, there's some other. Russell Hayden, Hayden Hurst is, is pretty good. Hayden Hurst, yeah. They got rid of him, actually. Oh, he's yeah. gone. But anyways, they should be able to make fucking plays and score points, and that's what you need to do in the NFL. Is Tampa Bay going to come back and be dominant all year down there in the South? I wonder. Seems, Probably. Seems like they might be pretty good. Whole team's again. back. They won 31-9 or something like that, by the way. And they were only getting better. So it's like, okay. They won a Super Bowl 31-9. Was that score? Yeah. Great question. That's what a fucking so. blowout. Yeah, they slaughtered. It popped, up on a, uh, it popped up on a commercial, I think. I saw it the other day. 31-9. They didn't score a touchdown. 31-9 was 31-9, the score? 31-9, yeah. That's a fucking ass beating yeah. against, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, there's no offensive line, but that Tampa team might really get going, AJ. Mm. Like I think it'll be interesting to see how, like, is it going to be a bit of a roller coaster this season? Because obviously we know defending champs, everyone knows, yeah, they can put it together. They already have, and they're only getting better. But last year, the question was, oh, maybe it'll take Brady a few years in this offense and this team. But they figured out a way to peak at the right time. Now, how, how long can you continue to peak is the question. Now, interesting you say that because Tom Brady on the NFL Draftathon 
Uh, he was asked by Shannon Sharp during that thing, uh, like the 19-0 and run or whatever, would you rather that? And Tom said he would trade two Super Bowl rings for the undefeated season. So would you be willing to trade two Super Bowl rings to have gone 19-0, and Shannon Sharp says? Tom Brady says, yes, I'd give up two to get that 19-0. and So you know what happens every single year? Whenever the last undefeated team uh, loses and you know the Miami Dolphins uh, they pop champagne and shit. Tom Brady yep. watches that and goes, "You old motherfuckers!" Oh yeah. <laughs> like Tom Brady's like, "I'm done with I, like human." I want ah, we should have had that. Then he, he throws a dart at he, Eli's pitcher. He said, "Yeah, exactly, <laughs> bingo." And then also got it caught it on his <laughs> on his head there. But he says he literally says that thing. I'm tired of these old dudes celebrating. He's willing to give up two Super Bowls. Yeah, fuck it. Take them. Take them. Don't need them. I'm going to get a couple more anyways. Yeah. But I, that 19-0, and 0, that made me realize that when he said that, he was like, what you were talking about is, you know, how long can they stay hot and don't get too hot too early? Can you withstand and how long can you do that? And it's, uh, you know, after – I feel like he wants that. I, I feel like he wants an undefeated team. And I would assume that he believes they can, B.A. believes they can, Mr. Light thinks that they can, and Mike Greenberg down there, the salary guru. I would assume that there's a lot of belief that they can run the table next year, and that is – Wild to think about if they do go on that run. Well, don't you think it's a it's a safe bet to say that Tom Brady has never gone into a game like not expecting to win? Like he he's yeah, never I, been I in a game like Mandis. It's gonna be in the big test. Like in his brain, he's never been. No matter what he says to the media, in his mind, he's like, "We're gonna go out of here. We're gonna dominate. We execute our game plan. We're gonna run these dudes off the field." I feel like he takes that mentality every time, and he knows like this year, hey, maybe it's a possibility. You believe, though, you know that there's some teams you're on where you're like, this team, this team's really good. And then there's some teams where you're like, okay, we're going to have to get lucky a couple times. Like there, It feels like this team not as you know good. But every game you think you're going to win. The strategy is put together. The game plan is put together. This is how we win. We have to execute. We need some things to go away. I understand that. But I would assume when Tom looks at this Buccaneers roster, he thinks to himself, this is the greatest roster I've ever had around me. Last year when we were just learning the offense late in the season after the bye week when we changed some things, and by we, I mean I, Tom Brady, changed some things. They all feel like, what if it is just, what if this is what he is going for? And Giselle asked, what more do you have to prove? And he's like, well, there's these one fucking group of old folks. <laughs> they celebrate, all right? I'm tired of it. That would be cool to be us, wouldn't it? Because imagine Tom and Gronk when they're 65, 70 years old. They're the first to ever do the 17-0 and 0 all mm-hmm. the way through because it's no longer 16 games, and they're popping bottles and celebrating. That's content for days. I would not think that Tom would not think, like, hey, that'd be cool to have. Like, I would assume Tom would be like, we, we got to go get that. Yeah, first team to ever go 20-0, and 0, probably the only team ever to, but you got to – think you know they got to come to indianapolis oh, yeah. for week 17 hey, so. showcase game happening yeah. who knows that's gonna be tough what's gonna be on the line what if both teams are already in are they gonna arrest players tampa's like no way in fucking hell are we doing mm-hmm. that i was on a team that could have went could have went undefeated mm-hmm. chose not to was not a well-liked decision in the <sighs> locker room i now i was way too young i didn't say a single thing I'm just telling you what I've seen from the older folks that were in the locker room. They were not thrilled that it was a decision made at a high level not to go get that undefeated season. Did the players did did uh, the players have any say in it? Did they no like, no? Like, did you have a leadership council or anyone they talked to? I have no idea. I, I, I'm not, I wasn't that deep into the the politics of the locker room. 
whenever I was that age. That age, I was just the young, stupid guy, dance clown. All right, here we go. I'll do that. <laughs> but I do remember hearing conversations, you know, from all different groups of the team that I was potentially around, like, man, we should have fucking went and got that. We should have went and got that. We should go get that. I, I think it was a decision that I assume a lot of people had to agree on for it to go, including in the locker room. And I'm not just talking about Peyton or whatever. And But I think that was a very... I don't know if Peyton agreed to that or not. I have no idea. I would assume that there had to be some sort of agreement that would have to come there from some of the players, including Peyton and others, and the front office to make that decision. Like, hey, this is why we're doing it type thing. But boy, I know it wasn't a well-liked decision. But I'd assume they thought, yeah, if we do get hurt, this is one of the best teams we've ever had. That'd be stupid to ruin it. But that's a, that's a gamble. I, I think a lot of people wish that that we would have taken. Now, we lose to Drew Brees in the end anyway, so I guess it, it doesn't really matter. But, boy, at the time, it was a pretty cool thing. I mean, it's a cool problem to have, I guess. But right yeah. now, especially adding an extra regular season game, though, and going to go 17-0. and So, like, you have to – A, you have to get so lucky when it comes to health of your team. If you do it, you're, you know you're going to have some, some minor dings and stuff and guys will miss some games. But, yeah, like, it's a long season, man. You have Gronk. You have a lot of guys, too, that you're kind of – you're giving this designed rest to throughout the week and everything. It's like the old NBA load management situation. Part of their team is on that plan, so I think they should know, especially BA, that hey, it's not it's not a huge deal if we drop a few regular season games. Well, and by the way, that was the conversation I think that ended up being had by everybody, even though they were still kind of bummed about it. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, we can lose because guys could, but also. You know, they celebrate every single year. Yeah. They, they get a chance to celebrate every single year they have a party down there. It's, I don't know, it's fascinating, but it seems like that is something Tom Brady is looking to do. Yep. All right, it seems like that is something. I'm about to take a diesel today. I was going to say, oh, I, see, oh, I, see, oh, I see you went to that fridge and went with the fucking uh, tall boy. Yeah, I went right down at the bottom. I got the jackfruit. Oh. Don't, you sh- don't you shotgun it? Well, I, I shotgun the smaller ones. This one. What's the blue favor of the tall boys? I'm not sure. I, by the way, I enjoyed the jackfruit so much. I went right back to when it. You read the other day that it helps uh, lose weight. I thought about drinking one, but then I thought, you know, my heart also may explode. Yeah, I don't think you can have this. Yeah, stay away, Tony. Old weak ass heart, Tony. Can't have this. Hey, we'll you really have it. heart issues, Tony? Yeah. Ah. Kind of. I, I get chest pains if I have too much caffeine. He's got four loco heart. Yeah, that's probably what happened is he did abuse it in too much of a good four thing. Four loco and Adderall together. But, Original four loco, not the ooh. Mickey Mouse four loco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's like six Adderall, I do believe it is. A couple Red Bull. The math equation. <laughs> Young and dumb. But he missed an entire bomb era too he couldn't there was an entire yeah. bomb era of red bull that he couldn't he would always have to ask for ginger ale and it was always a digs bomb our bartenders <laughs> yeah biggest dream was to have to go uh, uh, and, ah, uh, shit. and this one all right <laughs> and, and this one yeah, there okay. it is. yeah but he does look out for himself i don't think you should be having this but live fit this is for fit i, I think they have everything in there that i'll try anything twice could be good for you <laughs> Well, some things, some things they say you can't get past the first time, and those are things you shouldn't try. That's right. By the way, that's right. That is a pretty. That's a pretty good rule that I live by. Good rule. Is there a chance I die here? Kind of. Like, there's a chance I die doing anything, or like a heightened chance of death. Google it. Can I die? For pretty heightened chance. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna do it. Fair. Just have the Kirk Cousins Matra. If I die, <laughs> I die. Kirk Cousins ain't worried about them drafting anybody. Kirk Cousins ain't worried about 
So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that when you spend a lot of time in the great outdoors, you find out pretty quick that Mother Nature doesn't always play nice. That's right. Hey, she can play dirty a little bit. Hey, it's last weekend. It was raining, almost hailing. It was bad out. SA Company has all the protective gear you need to brave the elements and explore more every single day. Like their multi-use face shields, they are UPF 30. SPF 30? I don't know what UPF is. Probably SPF 30. Let's assume that's SPF. But if it yeah. is UPF and we don't know about it, it is also UPF 30. Lightweight and breathable. The perfect piece of protective gear for your next adventure. I've been, you know, for a long time I wore um, a bandana across my face when I'm on my motorcycle. Yep. Bugs. Uh, wind, obviously. Mm -hmm. Dust. Sun. Dust. You name it. Whenever you're riding a bike, it's not good. Ever since I got their face shield... It's just very easy to put up. It works beautifully. It is not like some rinky-dink cheap one where it's getting through where I'm still tasting the bugs in my mouth. Sure. And it makes me look cool. I have seen it. You do look very Thank cool you. with that I like thing. looking cool. It makes me look cool, especially on a bike. Yeah. They see me rolling. They hate it. It's hard to, though, because how I look out there. That's right. SA believes in giving back to the men and women who put themselves on the front lines every day. Through their partnership with Operation Gratitude, they've donated well over 100,000 face shields to those in the front lines during this pandemic. Holy shit. That's awesome. For every order, SA donates one face shield to a first responder. Shout out to the first responders. You get a great deal on an incredible product, plus the chance to give back right now. Stay protected outdoors because right now you can get an insane deal. Buy one, get four free. A $150 value for just 24 99 how are they making any money just go to safishing.com forward slash pat to get five face shields for the price of one this they they gotta be hey this ain't gonna last long is that a typo uh if it is that's on them they sent it that's safishing.com slash pat for five face shields for the price of one plus a lifetime warranty and free returns if you're not satisfied how could you not be 24.99 for 150 dollars value safishing.com forward slash pat let's get back to the show there's been some recent <laughs> developments that we will address here momentarily during the break after this twine beat drop Shout out to Twine for that. AJ Hawk is back, obviously. Yeah, AJ, uh, we have learned during the break that Mitt actually put a $1,000 down payment on an apartment that he was going to move into uh, that is that doesn't exist. <laughs> Mitt just got catfished into giving $1,000 uh, to some random person who I assume is a fan of this show who has heard the boys uh, numerous <laughs> times talk about how uh, he's potentially a little bit uh, dumb. Potentially. And somebody took advantage of this fucking guy. Now he's got no apartment. He's out $1,000. He got kicked <laughs> hey. off of Twitter. I mean, he's having a bad day right now, AJ. Is there anything you could say to lift this guy's spirits up? Well, I, I would just like for Mitt to get on the mic and kind of walk us through exactly how this happened. <laughs> Mitt, how does this happen? So you put a down payment via Venmo? You didn't How'd see you the place? Um, it was on apartments.com. The person, uh, they pitched to me via email oh. that they were a uh, overseas just like... <laughs> Uh, renter person, oh. yeah. And, uh, what? Was he a I go and see the house. <laughs> I uh, like the house. I send him the money via Zelle, which is just bank payment. And then uh, they ghosted me. And then I called the uh, LLC that they claimed. And they're in uh, Louisiana, own no property in Indianapolis, and I have not heard from the guy since. So, so what house did you go see? You said you went and saw a house? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> 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 
Wait, did you go inside? No, I went outside. I was just looking around. Did the email end in oh. God bless? So man. hold on, hold on, hold on one second. So did, did you get a God bless at the end? That is something I would like to hear the answer to quickly. Was there a, on their Twitter bio, like, uh, saved by the Lord and Savior? It was uh, not a God bless, and uh, there was no Twitter bio. It was just an email exchange. Okay, quick, though. So do you think they sent you to some house that they just didn't know anybody was in, and that's just their game? They just try to find empty, abandoned houses and send you to them? The thing about it is that uh, it's listed as fully furnished, so they might there might it's be some random people's house. Yeah, it might have been Ty's house. It sounds like it. Man, wait, did he say he went inside or he just? No, I just want look. Oh, this looks sweet. Didn't want to There's a family in there. You can't interrupt them. Problems. Oh my god. Wait, so. If you're on apartments.com, I'm sure that's legit. They, you have mm-hmm. people that are fake yeah. posting yeah. on there and then just reaching out and taking advantage of people like that. A I bucks, huh? guess, AJ. Rookie mistake. I know. think they sent him a link to apartment.com and he thought they were a part of it. Man, did that- you talk to anybody Hold about on. this? Yeah, like, come on, not. dude. The, like, you're supposed to see a house like, inside. Before you do this. Did they this. put an apartment.com email at the bottom? Like, their name was like uh, Sam, blah, 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 uh, phone number, office number, blah, blah, blah. And then at the bottom, it says, like, apartments.com liaison or something like that? Or was this actually from apartments.com? No, I found this on apartments.com and reached out to them. So apartments.com. They've wow. got, some, they got some snakes in the ground. Apartments.com should give you your money back yeah and, got, and then some because you just got embarrassed but right in front of aj hawk yeah yeah wow on a show that writes laws mm-hmm. <laughs> think about it Did you, so you you just showed up at the address and just looked outside and was like, <laughs> this is my house it was a good deal yeah, dude, it was a good deal. I don't know. First it was time a thousand bucks for the house, oh, yeah, I assume. Good, did you look through the windows? Yeah. Yeah, I did look bucks. through the windows, Tony. There was no family in there, and okay. the furniture was all nice. Oh, oh, no. Wait, oh, man. This, hey, this is my land. Holy <laughs> shit. This is awesome. Mitt, how much did they say your your monthly rent was going to be? Uh, it was eight ninety, and then like <laughs> full house, yeah, for a nice big house. No, no, it wasn't. A, it's not a big house. It's like a one bedroom, okay. like uh, duplex, duplex. Hey, Mitt, hey, it's a learning lesson, pal. Yeah, Proud of you, buddy. Hey, you never know, Mitt. They might get back to you. I think you may get that house. <laughs> True. I've never heard anything like that. I've never heard yeah, of anything I, like that at all. I did not know the exact story behind it. Him going through apartments.com, uh, going and seeing a fully furnished house, and you can't blame the kid then, I guess, at this point. But if there was no realtor there with him. Wow. Except wow. for the not going inside, yeah. not dealing with a yeah. face-to-face. You stand outside on the street and don't COVID, have to dude. see the inside. COVID, you don't know. COVID protocol. Oh, I agree. Apartments.com has a whole page for avoid scams and fraud. Oh, <laughs> so they, wow. uh, they're covered. They know that that happens. Who the fuck's going to scam me, dude? This place is sweet. Hey, hey you'll get them next time, Mitt. That 5,000 square foot house. You got it. That boy, Mitt. It's a shame. Apartments.com owes them, though, I think. It's at least nah, they, they covered their ass. Yeah, they covered, if they have that whole you know page, like, hey, disclaimer, there might be some fake people on here. Yeah, well, I guess. They should just put Mitt's face, face. on the homepage. Like, Don't yeah. be this doofus. Don't get scammed <laughs> by someone. Hey, Mitt, you're okay, pal. I would have made the same mistake. Don't worry about it. I, I wouldn't would have. Yeah. I wouldn't have, no. but... Don't worry about it. You're going to learn from this. The kid's really good at other stuff, though. He got yeah, kicked yeah, off yeah. Twitter for 12 hours. Uh-huh. So not Twitter. Totally yeah, got what happened? He t- the story I was told is probably not what it was, though, because, <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot to get kicked off of Twitter, I assume. He, so- he said he told a guy to eat a brick or something like that. And I was like, that's... <laughs> 
You're not going to get banned. Mitt was mad he didn't get the shoes this morning in a raffle draw and went at somebody about Classic it. Classic Home Alone line, too, to eat a brick. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that is. And now he just threw in the towel and he doesn't even want to explain himself. He just walked, he just walked off. The kid's having a bad day. The kid's having a bad day. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah, if he doesn't get scammed again, but there's a massive <laughs> chance that we're in the Bro. same situation next week. Mitt, there is no... By the way, your bank will never ask you to click a link in a text message either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this one's probably right around the corner. Once they hear that you fell for this one, there's probably Seriously. a whole network. Oh, shit. All the They're scammers. all coming. Yeah. Good food for thought, you know, Mitt. You're not going to find a 5,000-square-foot house with a pool in the backyard for $890 a month. <laughs> with know? really nice furniture inside. Yeah, exactly. But if you do... If you do, jump Sign on it. On it. Get it. <laughs> jump on it. Okay, let's talk about some other things that have happened here in the sports world. Tom Brady helped the Buccaneers have a 1,200% year-over-year increase in team sales from 2019 to 2020. They went from number 29 on the list of fanatics for merch and everything that is sold up to number one in one year. Uh, it's the biggest single-year increase for any NFL team in fanatics history. It is awesome. That Tampa Bay not only got Tom, they get Gronk, A, B, a Super Bowl. It was a perfect storm for Tampa Bay to kind of take over, and they hit. And the fact that Bruce Arians and Jason Light were able to bring Tom Brady to Tampa, none of us could have expected. And now that he's there, it's almost like, yeah, it was perfect for this entire thing. Retired Tom down there in Tampa, winning Super Bowls, building a super team. Uh, the Super Bowls there, first time ever a home team has won in their own stadium. There's another little check on the Tom Brady thing. Uh, good for Tampa Bay, good for Tom, and good for the Buccaneers just kind of cashing in on the moment and actually hitting a home run as opposed to letting it slip by. I mean, you talk about like the power of a superstar like Tom Brady and what he could do. I think what also helped is the it was unexpected. Even the coaching staff didn't be a say like he looked like, hey, we can get Tom Brady. Let's we better get after this dude. And I think the fans thought the same thing. They probably thought, hey, we're we're probably not in the running for him. And then, oh, by the way, not only is Tom coming, Gronk's coming, AB will be here. Like we have studs, and we. We won the Super Bowl. That's the biggest thing that helped propel them into all that money. Hey, a good way to make money in the NFL is to win. Yeah. Yep. I think yep. Robert Kraft saw that last year. Robert Kraft saw that last year. Now with the COVID and everything like that, but merch sales were probably down. I'm assuming. I'm assuming he was getting reports where he was like, "Everything's down, huh?" What the hell? And he says, "It's because we're losing." Ah, this huh. is it. All right, spend all the money. Listen, <laughs> spend all the money that we have to spend, and let's get back to winning because that is good business. Which is interesting because Jerry Jones, you know, he has not won the Super Bowl in so long, and he feels like he's super businessman. It is easy. A lot of people call fans and. Uh, bandwagon fans or fair weather fans or whatever. I'll tell you what, it's a lot more uh, accessible and it's a lot easier for people to cheer for a team whenever they're winning. I mean, it's just a lot of, you, you, you reschedule things, you want to wear jerseys, you want to wear a t-shirt. Maybe you were a fan of the team the entire time, but boy, a team can make it a lot easier for you to be a better fan uh, just by winning. And I think obviously Tampa understands that at this point. Well, don't you think fan bases are either like, okay, we're all in, we, we're, we're so used to winning that, yeah, if we lose one game, we're upset. Or you're just a fan base that doesn't expect to win, and you're just everyone commiserating in their tears. It's like, hey, we're terrible. We suck. Oh, if we win a game, we're going to sarcastically cheer. But they, they come together 
over their sadness and disappointment for their team. Yeah, but I don't think there's as many like wear your jersey to work days or to school no. days. You're, yeah, you I know mean, people I mean? get embarrassed. Well, I'm just, that's all just one big hustle to sell merch, though. I mean, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is. It's awesome to watch it happen. There's a hey, Friday's going to be everybody in the city wear your Colts gear day. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's like okay, everybody in the city needs to go buy Colts gear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, by the way, we do look forward to the day one day. Whenever we just say, hey, okay, look, everybody in the state of uh, Indiana, it is where your merch uh, day Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Everybody just go ahead and do that. That'd be great. Our store would not be, we would fuck it up. Okay. <laughs> People would attempt to do it. They yeah. wouldn't be able to figure it out. But mm-hmm. merch sales are, I assume, a pretty massive part. Now, I think it's like 50 some percent or 60% maybe. I forget the number now that I'm trying to guess the exact percentage that um, the concessions and game day, I, I would assume game day operations is. Merch is probably something pretty high up there. Though, oh, yeah. In a lot of these businesses. And I think they have a, don't 31 of the teams have like some sort of profit share thing they got going with merch and then the Cowboys have their own thing? I think if I understand the back end right, AJ, do you know anything about that? Yeah, there's some kind of marketing deal worked out to where Jerry somehow negotiated his way out of it. He's the only team that gets to keep all of his stuff in house. Hey, hey, listen, y'all fuckers can sell, okay? I'll, <laughs> I'll sell my own. All That's right? right. I'm going to sell my own shit, all right? And I'll tell you what, if your team's going to stink and you're not going to sell any shit, I ain't going to see a lack of profit. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Hell no. Because that's what that 31 thing is, you know? The 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 strength of the pack is the strength of its weakest member, especially whenever you're profit sharing and everything like that. So some cities that maybe don't have as active as a merch business because their team isn't winning as much, so people aren't as apt to go ahead and buy things. That money's all kind of getting shared, I do believe. And then Jerry's like, it don't matter. Hey, we are going to sell shit here. Okay, mm-hmm. we are going to do that. Get the hell out. And I think a lot of people have said in the business world, it was like the NFL would have never lasted if there was – 32 Jerry Joneses, okay, because of the way owners have had to come together in those meetings. And Ursay was talking about in the 70s and 80s that he was mm-hmm. sitting in, they got a little spirited. I think now it's a lot more of a uh, congregated effort. It's like, hey, we're all in this thing together. But merch sales are good for everybody, I'd assume. Well, especially when you have those like complexes around stadiums where it's like, hey, let's go there five hours before, hang out for a few hours, and then go to the game. It's like, at some point in those five hours, you're going to say, fuck it, let's go buy a jersey, let's go buy some team hats or some bullshit. Patriot like Town up there, a casino's oh, yeah. going to be there, yeah. a whole movie shopping theater. district, a movie theater. Yeah. I the mean, Packers, I, I think the Packers were somewhat Town. inspired by that and what they're yeah. doing around their stadium, the same thing the Patriots are. Yeah, and at, at Title Town, by the way, I believe they have that's where they have that big sled. They have like a oh, big yeah. hill. They, they have like outdoor bars and stuff oh, to, yeah, to yeah. embrace the cold, I think, because everybody there is wearing an insane amount because they're going into Lambeau. Then there's a strip of bars and everything. And it's really the only thing. Almost, I don't want to say in the area, but it really is. And people flock to Green Bay, the diehard Packers fans, the owners from out of state, and they come and it's just like, hey, here's your entire weekend if you come. Here's the museum in, in the shop you can go to on Saturday. Here's game day experience on Sunday. You go to the game. Here's after the game. And then, by the way, when you fly out, see you later. It's like that is what people in NFL teams are able to do, which, by the way, is brilliant business. I'd assume this is what Tom was talking about with the Tampa Tom Town yeah. whenever he was in that meeting with Bill Gates, who just got divorced, by the way. Oh, yeah. no. Jesus, peace. Hey, Jesus mom and a silence for their uh, marriage. Moment's gone. They said they're going to go in their new life, but still do all their philanthropy. Ooh. They've donated up to $1 billion already for COVID relief. Oh, no. Nice. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. You'll be all right, Bill. They're, they, well, same with her, by the way. Her yeah. name is Melinda. Melinda. Thank you, Melinda. But anyways, he was meeting with Bill, and uh, I assume Melinda was there, by the way, with the way they talked. He's like, she was... 
I guess she was pretty prominent role in a lot yeah. of these decisions. Cash at the hip. That's what they're saying. Congrats to both of them, by the way. Congratulations. Well, I don't like you guys got divorced. So, like, take back the clap on that. We're talking yeah. about life. Congrats on the life. Congrats on the life. Yeah. Not they, this moment, but the the they overall. They may be happier, you know. Going it might their be better for ways. It yeah, is. Exactly. They said, yeah. So, Maybe. congrats to that. Are they the nice ones job. that put the clock in the mountain? That was Bezos. All right. Never mind. So anyways, congratulations. He got divorced. Yeah, well, he got divorced as well. Congrats to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw what Bezos did. He said, let me get back out there. Let me hit them streets. Okay, so <laughs> congrats to everybody who is involved that's happy. And I'm sorry. Hitting the streets, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sorry for anybody that isn't happy about what happened. We wish your life uh, would, have been, would have more happiness in it, whatever yeah. the case is. But with that being said, it was Tom, Bill, uh, Jeter, yep. and then the owner of the Tampa Bay. And then the, the lingering... Uh, however that conversation got out, whether it was one of their PR teams or maybe a uh, server came over, waiter came over and overheard some things. Ooh. They said they were talking about Tom doing real estate down there. If he builds a Tampa a Tampa Bay mm-hmm. Buccaneers title type situation down there, a, a mall, uh, a restaurant area. I don't even know if it's possible. We've been to Tampa now three times. Yeah. I have no idea where I'm at in that city. <laughs> oh, nope. Everything's on top of each it other. It is impossible to get there. I don't even know if this would be possible, but what if that's what he's thinking and then – he might have a trillion dollars by the time this whole thing's done. He might own the damn Buccaneers at the end of the day. Tom might, huh? Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. I think Tom can pretty much do whatever he wants down there in Tampa. But he, I'd be maybe worried opening up a whole Tam, uh, uh, Tampa Bay, whatever, TB12 situation. Because Tom knows, hey, why I'm here, yeah, this place is going to be... It's going to be rocking, but what happens if he leaves and they're not good anymore? Well, just, Listen, people are still going to want to live that TB12 lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Remember the good old days when Tom That's was That's right. Uh-huh. We'll have a pliability. We can do it just like Tom did it. Yeah. There's a lot to market if Tom's in town yeah. or not in town. Have you had that avocado ice cream? Huh? That'll fill the streets, pal. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, do you think up uh, an area around any stadium, think? it's going to flourish. It's going to go. Because you know why? The NFL is going to go. Correct. Yeah. So if the NFL goes... the Ipso facto, it goes. <clears throat> the casino by the stadium is a weapon, though. Genius. I mean, that is. Yes, it is. That is a weapon. By the way, here in Indy, they could do stuff like that. There is room to Plenty. to add on. If, Plenty, lots of room. If Jim yeah. Irsay wanted to, there is a lot of room to just kind of create his own thing. Shock they haven't. Something to think about. I should do that. How much money do you think it takes to buy? An NFL team. How much money do I need to get a loan out to buy an NFL team, a majority stake of an NFL team? Half a billion. You have no idea. No, I don't. Half a bill, maybe a half a bill down payment. That's what I'm saying. To get the loan, though. To get the what's loan. What's weird is, yeah, to get the loan. What's weird is how they buy these, these like multi billion dollar purchases. Aren't a lot of them in like their stock share and companies, and then they work it out a bunch of different ways. Jim said yesterday, uh, it's just eighty million dollars in, in there. I guess. He, I don't said, see it. he said they tell me I can get the plane. <laughs> I lo- I watched his interview back yesterday. There was a couple things in there that I was like, this dude's the fucking coolest guy on earth. I don't see it. They tell me the planes are. <laughs> Did they had to change the laws because he was hopping in his helicopter when he would wake up in the morning, whatever three thirty four o'clock, or if he was still up, hopping his helicopter in his backyard to go to a uh, 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 an airport, and he would fly to like uh, Puerto Rico or the Dominican Republic or California or something like that, and then he would fly back for practice the next day. Damn, he's awesome. That guy is awesome. What were you going to say though, Dick? The lowest evaluated, the lowest valuation for a team. Is the Cincinnati Bengals at two billion? Um, I did. You just said that on me, by the way. 
I didn't yeah, say no, that. No, no, Forbes actually said that. Oh, okay. okay. Billy Forbes, dude. Yeah, Forbes. Hey, Bill Forbes, I'm fuck around when he's looking into people's bank accounts. He's very snoopy, by the way, mm-hmm. old Bill the Forbes. Bills and lines are very, very close. I mean, there's a $100,000 gap between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Detroit Lions. What are the bills? Easy. Uh, $2.05 Okay, so that's where you'd want to go if yeah. you were going to buy a team, right? And I think that has been the team that has been talked about. I think John Bon Jovi was getting involved Ooh, for, for, a, for a while there, yeah. Pagula's bought them a couple of years ago. They have a lot of money. And they will not sell this team. I doubt it because they just got them a couple the years Bengals ago. Bengals is actually the only team that didn't go up in percentage. At what point do you think these bazillionaires <laughs> – you didn't say that. Forbes did. Forbes, Forbes said it. Forbes said it. This is not us saying it, <laughs> no. okay? They don't have an indoor practice facility. AJ, at what point do you think the mega rich people start thinking like, okay, I'm going to gear up to get an NFL team? At what point do you think that is? Well, I would imagine on the way, like when these billionaires are on their way to becoming billionaires and they start to multiply their money, they're looking around. Don't you think it, for a lot of the, the owners now, it was probably like a, a pipe dream when they were younger. But I wonder when that moment hits where they're like, wait. I can honestly, I can seriously look at buying majority stake in an NFL team. Like, how much do you have to have? Do you I'm think when you start thinking that's <laughs> a possibility? Shit. I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. And, and how much money does it take to get a loan? And who gives those loans? There's probably just one, two banks that gives those loans. Yeah, there's ass. You go to any, you go to fucking Chase, <laughs> Chase Bank, yeah, <laughs> yep. fucking Wells Fargo. Yeah. What about Key? Yeah, yeah, Key, Key Bank, Key Bank do right over yeah. here. I do not know if Key Bank can pull off. I think Key Bank. You don't think so? No, Imagine you not. walking across the street no. asking for a billion dollars. Uh, not one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need couple. a couple. Yeah. We need a few we billion. Six billion. We, we got to operate day to day too. Key Bank's too, revenue man. was six point four billion in two thousand nineteen. So I. So you need all of Key Bank's money. <laughs> <laughs> Just from that year. Yes. They got a lot of people's money in there, though. I know. I don't really fully understand how banks operate either. Like, you have my money. I try to get my money. You tell me I can only take so much of my money. Fuck you. I, I, have, a, I have a real problem with that. If you this know? is correct. We're trying to protect you. How are you? Thanks. Sure. Thanks. It's my money. Get the fuck out of the way, please. All right? You were just a, a, a vault here. Please stop with your bullshit. It'd be great. Uh, Key Bank has $170.3 billion. In assets. So we can definitely walk right across the street. Yeah, we yeah. should go over there right now. Okay. They have that much over there? Holy shit. Just yeah, that one right, right there. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, unsuspecting. That's well, why they got that security guard outside. Yeah. Yeah, always. <laughs> Look out. He's got good, good taser. Good He's got guy. good guy. He's good he taser. knows. Yeah. Anyways, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? To have enough money to put down to get a $5 billion thing. Like, hey, I need to operate this thing. And by the way, the NFL, we're going to make this money back. Like, this money's coming back or whatever. It's just insane to think it's about. It's the pinnacle of this company owning and running an NFL team. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's that, is where the goal, that is where the goal has firmly been placed. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what if, don't you think... Uh, is it a possibility, Pat, Sweet. where Melinda Gates was holding Bill back and Big Bill is going to go buy an Whoa, NFL dude. team now? Well, well, or maybe reversed. Maybe Melinda, Bill, uh, Bill's uh, been holding Melinda back. You're right. Yeah, she yeah, might well, be a big sports fan, and he's like, ah, we don't want to talk about next, Madison. She's the next uh, <laughs> Sheila, Sheila Ford Ham. Yeah. And yeah, she, yeah. Hey, by the way, I thought she handled that draft incredibly well. Yeah. Crushed oh, it. Yeah. MCDC is screaming as loud as he can a foot and a half away from her on the phone. <laughs> nope. And she's just like, hey, excited to have you. And then as soon as she hangs up, she's like, woo! Yeah! Yeah! Right in there. Hey, it's a whole new... Hey, Motor City Dan Campbell has been saying, like, the reason why we're going to win is because it's Sheila Ford Hemp or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's literally what it... You got to feel good in Detroit, huh? Same oh. family, new mind, though? I've never been this excited for a Detroit Lions run here. All right, we're going to give uh, Motor City Dan Campbell a year, give him a year, 
let him coach for a little bit, get used to it. After that, we're off and running because Rodgers will be out of the division. Oh, that's okay. right. So that's a prediction from Detroit there. One more year and then Rodgers is gone, which is fascinating. But um, did you see the, the Ford Broncos sports? I did, Pat. <laughs> I saw it the day. Do you think anything it. good's coming out of Ford? You know who's that idea Ford that Bronco was. Sports stop. Who? Who's that dude? Shield for him. Holy no! shit. Yeah. Holy oh! shit. Holy Who was shit. that, by the way, that gave us that information? Was that Motor City Dan Campbell there? Well, yeah. I mean, he knows. Listen, Shield for him. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I don't Come know if we're there yet. I don't know. I don't know if we're there yet. Ty just took quite a swing at MCDC. I'm excited for during the season for MCDC interviews in this. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. We, hey, we. Sh- I don't know what happened this well, weekend, Coach. This year, I don't know if now's the time to pitch to him. Like, hey, can we have a weekly conversation with you through the season? We want to go through your first year as a head coach together. I assume MCDC is going to be eating so much film. Oh yeah, he will not have time yeah, to talk. I just can't wait for that too. first win. Jeez. That first win, his reaction is going to be unbelievable. Yeah, week fifteen. Yeah, next <laughs> press conference. Oh, it's going to be so good. Hey, so there's still four weeks left. So they're going to get hot late, you're saying. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. three and 14. Why not? Hey. Well, hey, by the way, way to do the 17-game season right you there. Have to. It's happening. It's a big but, deal. Connor, to your point, this is all your guys' fault, Matt Patricia. Yeah, he had to okay the Mac Jones pick. Did you see that, AJ, the clip from the uh, Patriots war room? Hey, Matt, you I, I okay did. with this, Bill says? And Matt's like, yeah, yep. I'll go with me, pal. Go ahead and send what it if- in. I, I just wanted to know, like, what if Matt says no? Like, <laughs> be. what happens? All right, get the fuck out. Yeah, Take the D lineman. Let's trade the pick. <laughs> yeah, let's like, trade what if, pick. if he if someone did say no right there, I'm like, all right, it's a little too late now, right, guys? We got to pick him anyway. Like, even if you have an issue, we, aren't we running out of time? I would, I would absolutely love that. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. You're on the New York Post, AJ. Congrats. Wow. This, is this is what we've been talking about. New York Post is reporting that there's 0% chance Aaron Rodgers retires former Packers teammate A.J. Hawk. That's what we've been talking about. That's what we've been talking about. Sports Emmys, baby. Clip it. Is that, is that how this happens? You get sports Emmys for stuff like this? Yeah, dude. Feels look like at you it. with your helmet on, by the way. Oh, wow. Damn. Damn. Tiger pose. Tiger Ooh. pose. Look at you modeling, dude. What? Strike. Usually when I see pictures of you in your uniform, you're flipping off the camera. Look at this one giving that GQ look. Yeah, yeah. Look at you, dude. Short hair. Short hair? Yeah, what happened? I cut my hair. Why? What? It was longer and I cut it short. Why'd you do that? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> because I wanted to. That is a haircut, though. <laughs> yeah. What you had there. Great right? explanation. Look at, look at the photo they pick of Aaron, by the way. A little bit of a disgust. Yeah. A little distaste. <laughs> laissez-faire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little laissez-faire. Wee-wee. Oh, and then AJ striking a pose. Yeah, AJ, did you send them the photo to use for this article? <laughs> Please make use the one that makes me look like Tarzan yeah, while yeah. chiseled. Good Jesus God. Christ. Hey, who do you think Bill Gates' first girlfriend is going to be? All right. So he did Let's send a photo. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. We gotta get to just curious. Like, what if what if he buys a team and he shows up with Lizzo on the sidelines or something? Oh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Sweet. <laughs> Revenge body, Bill Gates. Yes. Bounce back, Bill Gates pulls up with Lizzo <laughs> owning the Vikings. I'm sure there's gonna be some <laughs> conspiracy theories over there too. With who Gates Microsoft shows up with? Microsoft Office. All right. What, yeah, what, what are you, you gotta get to doing, what? dude? That's your talking fault. about. You did that on purpose, you <laughs> asshole. Okay, are you the one scamming Mitt too? Over there. Yes. 
teams. I, I could never do that to poor Megan. I honestly, I, that's not that bad. I, I understand how you felt for that. Me it's too. Not on you. I agree. Yeah, Departments.com percent is on him. We agree. Both sides can be right <laughs> and wrong at the same time. We interrupt the show to tell you that Simply Safe is an award-winning home security system, so you know it's engineered with the latest technology you want to keep your family safe. But what really sets Simply Safe apart is its people. Highly trained security experts who are always there for you when you need them most. These are people who truly care about keeping you safe. Listen, when an alarm goes off, a person who cares is there for you with a phone call to make sure you're okay. When an emergency happens, a person who cares is there for you by getting fire and police responders to your front door right away. Even if you're just having a problem setting up your system, a person who cares is there for you with a friendly chat and a quick resolution. The bottom line is this. When you need them most, Simply Safe is there 24-7 with people who care and experts trained to not only keep you safe, but to make you feel safe. It's one of the many reasons U.S. News recently called Simply Safe the best home security of 2021. Listen, we always talk about it. Everyone in the office has Simply Safe, not just because it's easy to use, you can pull clips, you can keep an eye on what's going on around your house. But it really does give you an extra peace of mind to know that your loved ones are going to be safe and protected. To learn more about how Simply Safe can help protect you and your family, visit simplysafe.com slash McAfee today to customize your system and get a free security camera. You also get a 60-day risk-free trial so there's nothing to lose. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash McAfee. Back to the show. Uh, we have AJ Hawk here, obviously. Hey. AJ, I'm not even sure you know this. This happened during the commercial break. We just saw a uh, article that was posted onto the internet, immediately called somebody that we know that would know about what is happening in the article. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about Ohio sports betting being very close, it seems like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Congressman? Yep. Anthony Gonzalez. Yeah! Gonzo, what's up, dude? Not much. Good to be with you guys again. Can you hear me? I'm in the airport, so I got to have this mask on. No, no, you're being safe. You're being smart. Okay, yeah, we can hear you. Let's get to it. Gonzo, you spoke to us just a few weeks ago when you came in and said, hey, this name, image, likeness bill, we're trying to pass it. And then we also asked you about other happenings in government because we don't know anything about that. Sports stooge, not a government person, just a sports stooge. <laughs> and you talked about how uh, you actually said Ohio is going to get sports gambling done. It's going to get done or whatever. Now there's an article. There's a bill being taken to the floor over there. Oh. Is this happening right now? <laughs> is it happening in Ohio, Gonzo? It's, it's being introduced, uh, which means we still got a little bit of a ways to go. But I, I do think it's fair to say that you're the inspiring uh, component to this. I, I really believe that. So I think, I think the Pat McAfee show can take some credit for whatever happens in Ohio going forward. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll do one of those, but now we move on. So with this bill being put into and, and you're saying that potentially because our reaction was a positive one and they didn't know and then the people that of ohio that caught on to were like yes this is awesome this is awesome and that potentially gave them like a focus group that's what you're alluding to i assume i think so so look like you know we respond to what we're hearing from our constituents and from people and and again i'm not in the state house so i can't say for sure you know what the timing was and all that but 
but when you know you do a, a big radio hit and you get some attention on a subject, uh, lawmakers tend to act. So uh, let's I'll, I'll go! Let's go. Hey, we will overreact to good shit all the time. Uh-huh. Hey, let's go. Anything you want to come, you know, pitch, that's awesome. We will definitely give a full-on embrace because we're all about it. So thank you for giving us that opportunity because we are excited for the people of Ohio. Now, AJ, you know, AJ is not going to be able to do it with his fingers. We've yeah. all seen it. But mm-hmm. when, whenever we, when Fandle gets over there, the app is so convenient, it's easy, and we're fucking giving away money basically over there. Now, Gonzo can't say that. He's, he's obviously not represented by Fandle, but sports gambling getting legalized is awesome for the state of Ohio. I'm pumped to be a small part of it if that is the case. Diggs has a question for you, Gonzo, before your flight. We appreciate you for your time. Representative Tone, um, since you just said that we're responsible for sports gambling in Ohio, does that mean that legally all of the sports books then in Ohio have to pay us a percentage of their of their of their profits fascinating mm-hmm. business yeah i mean that's only fair right no, so, okay. well, i mean that's yeah. legal we'll write up the fair, bill fair. we just need you to we just we'll write up the bill we just need you to present it we appreciate you whatever yeah. hey whenever you say like a little bit of ways to go what is that actual so again like this is this is in the state house so i'm at i'm at the federal level so i i i can't tell you exactly but if it's in the introduction phase, uh, it means it probably has to go through committee, then it has to be debated, then it has to pass the Senate and the House. So, you know, it could be multiple months. Uh, you know, we, we shouldn't celebrate quite yet. But uh, but I did think it was at least coincidental that the week after coming on the show, uh, you know, all of a sudden the bill's introduced. So I, I give you partial credit uh, for sure on this one. Gonzo, you're the best. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Gonzalez. Yeah. Thank you, Congressman. Safe travels. Safe travels. Okay, that's so, huge. I mean, under a year is good. Listen, it's good that they're even introducing yeah. a bill. Yeah. I thought he was going to say at least over a year. Yeah, because remember, we talked about dope, and he was like, ah, yeah, I'm about two the years out. It's yeah. a decade away. <laughs> two years. Fast dude. track. That's awesome, man. If we were a part of that, cool. If we weren't, doesn't matter. Ohio getting legalized sports gambling is huge, AJ. Well, it's gigantic, but I just, to me, I don't understand why it's not there already. Like, I don't get why you can't play on your phone, like on an app. Well, what you don't understand is that you got to introduce a bill, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it's got to get through this this human. Mm-hmm. Then it's got to get through a committee. Then it's got to get through the Senate, the Congress floors. Then it has to get okay. That's what you don't understand about America, pal. Yeah, all right? dude. And that's maybe when we have a congressman who's probably going to be president someday speaking. Let's go ahead and listen up to that. Hey, I am listening. That's what I'm wondering. I, I just don't understand. Yeah, How come they can't just stamp it? How come we can't just Everywhere, like, what, this one's go bang? Here we go. Let's do it. Well then, well then they'll abuse the power and they'll do that with something that's also terrible. It's like, ah, oh, fucking a. Can we not have just a little bit of a? Mm-hmm. Hey, this is good. I, I, bang, pow, off. Here we go. Why, why can't we do? Need more lobbyists. No, that's the problem. I think is actually the <laughs> Dude, lobby. Just lobbyists. grease a couple nah, more palms. Nah. Nah, that's what they're doing. Might be an age gap, too. You're right, AJ. Like, listen, I was trying to tell you you were stupid for not knowing how government works, but why hasn't it been fixed? Why hasn't what, it been changed? No, I'm saying, who is it? The online gambling thing, so the just the the brick-and-mortar casinos that are there, they don't want online because then they think people will not come into their casino? Bingo. In Chicago, Illinois, actually, not just Chicago, but oh, yeah. Illinois, they allowed mobile sports gambling, and you were able to download it on your phone. And then they actually shut that off, and they're like, nah, we need people to come into the casino to sign up for the mobile gambling. But the casinos in Ohio, you guys have tables, right? Yeah, there's tables. Mm-hmm. Live dealer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, Cleveland. Yeah, we fucking love Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So it's, is there a sports book? Is there sports books in Ohio? No. No sports gambling at all? No. That seems like know. that would just been a natural fit. It doesn't right? make any sense. So that's, that's probably where it said it first. On sports gambling books, and then they'll decide who's going to get the mobile. Yep. So we're probably, what, midway through football season away, maybe, if that's going to have to get all those deals done as yeah, well? Yeah, because New York already passed theirs and said they're, they're going forward with it, and they said they, have it, they hope to have it up and running for football season. Is that uh, brick and mortar, or is that mobile? Mobile, I believe. So I would assume brick and mortar comes first, and then they'll probably... But they shouldn't. It shouldn't, by no. the way, because the brick and mortar is already built on the phone in the mobile sports, but they're already already built. Boom, boom, boom. It's just... You're right, though, AJ, I, I, and... We're sports stooges, so we have to go ahead and make sure we clear that up and clarify that. But shouldn't it, should we not be at a time of potential stamp right through? Kids can test up a grade, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Can't bills just fucking go ahead and just yep. Here we go. This fast go ahead and fast track. Let's this go one. get yeah. this one. Seems smart. Seems smart. Seems well, like a good it one. benefits everybody so much. It just well, where's the downfall? Is there an HOV lane? In yeah, fast go- pass. In That's what they need a super fast pass. Yeah. That one's better than Fast Pass. Yeah, I've heard. It's a little bit more money from what I've been told, but I don't know how you do Disney World without it. I have no idea how you would. Let's get some phone calls. That's a big deal, Ohio. Let's go. Here we go, Ohio. Ohio. Cleveland's casino was very nice. Ohio sports betting is on its way. The bill won't be perfect on introduction, he said, but will be used as a jumping off point for hearings and will hopefully answer some questions for interested parties in the state. This information comes a week after Skewering's fellow lawmaker, Rep. Anthony Gonzalez, made an appearance on the Pat... Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, so we really are. I thought, I thought Gonzo was trolling with it on the Pat McAfee Show and expressed his optimism that sports betting was inevitable for Ohio. They're working on it. It's politics. There's debate as to who should government, whether it should be lottery commissions or the gaming... It should be the gaming commission if, we're, if we do have a little bit of weight in this. I, I won't weigh <laughs> into that, but as soon as they figure that out, we'll have it. Ohio's going to get it done. It's just a matter of time, he said on the show. <laughs> and then we're in the... And there you go. Wow. What? Yeah! What? Dude? Hell yeah. What's up? What? Woo! What do you want from me, dude? Okay, I'm changing hey, what boss. Do, what do you want? Hey, what do you want to work on next? What do you want to get passed through next? The two-foot driving, probably? Yeah. Let's ban that in Ohio. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can that be in the same bill? Because when I drive back to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I have to drive through Ohio, I would very much like to not know that, you know, who's driving next to me isn't, isn't driving with both their fucking feet on Better rest stops, too. In Ohio. Yeah, yeah. we need a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You do frequent rest stops a lot, so I guess we can try to work on that. That was Diggs. That was for Diggs. I was talking to my constituents. Because it's just the rest stops in Ohio only have the vending, the vending machines. I need like an Annie Ann's, maybe some fast food in there. Bingo. Bingo. We want a mall. Yeah. We want yeah. a mall. Give us Sparrow Pizza in there. Yeah. Right now. Dude. China Walk. Hey, there's a rest stop in Pennsylvania. Which one's that? There's a rest stop in Pennsylvania that is unbelievable. Oh, my God. It's a full mall uh, cafeteria. Oh. Ooh. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, food court. Illinois yeah, got a couple of those, too. The yeah, Oasis. Kill me for oh, forgetting Oh, yeah, this. good Oasis. And, you know, that's one of those ones where you got to pull off and go over the highway to it. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Talking, yeah we're, we're talking Breezewood? Thank you. I think, yeah, I think it's Breezewood. It hey, listen, you stop through Breezewood, you're going to gain a few LBs, dude. <laughs> a lot of opportunity there in Breezewood. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to the show. The fact that you allow us to spend time with you every single day, we are eternally grateful for. We will try not to abuse this privilege by putting out shitty shows. Today, I don't know how you feel. Hopefully, you thought it was at least above average. We're hitting an important part of time here in the schedule. Yeah, big time. 
There ain't shit. So we'll try to get fascinating conversations with people. We'll try to cover everything that needs to be covered. We'll try to have a good time. And we very much understand if you don't want to. But if you do like this show, please be a friend and tell a friend. Let's try to grow. And let's try to enjoy this time together in a lull in sports action, especially our sports. We'll make it through together because that's what we are, a team. Team on three, one, two, three, team. Uh, Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Tuesday night. Massive Wednesday coming on the other side of this thing. Cheers.